Melsifer is experiencing a lull in conflict, which means he has to deal with the tedium that comes with managing a nation at war and putting up with complaints and supply shortages. He appoints a butcher to help optimise the sacrifice-to-plate process of the meat decreasing the waste. He also sets up some rat catchers for both sacrificial and nutritional purposes. Fortunately, Hannibal brings word of poachers in the Blum Wood, murdering the forest sentries. They prove a pleasant if brief distraction. One of the intruders is captured alive and turned into a phantom to haunt the manor grounds and serve as a warning. Sometime later, a travelling alchemist comes to town. He stays for a few days, peddling his wares, and leaves an overall good impression on the people. Before he leaves, he visits Melsifer in his home and tries to assassinate him. And that is the story of how Melsifer got his first ghoul. Unfortunately, the assassin used foul poison. But with Lilith's treatment and the winter gods watching over him, Melsifer survives. Melsifer's most loyal subjects, horrified that their lord and liege is on death's door, gives of their life so that Melsifer may live and make a quick recovery. Will Melsifer replace his trusty elk mount? How will Melsifer prevent further assassination attempts? With the winter gods watching over him, can Melsifer ever be defeated? Let's find out now on Dicing with Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Ryan, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you? I am mostly good, aside from the blasphemy that we just heard about the Winter Gods. Even I was <sighs> laughing. Pixie Mixie and Ashfires, we, we love you so much, but I, I and the viewers, of course, are thrilled with your con with your betrayal of our trust. But. Yeah, even I had to admit the winter gods. No, we uh, <laughs> survived that by draining the soul of our uh, poor butler. It's there always no, the butler. There are no winter gods. Anyone, everyone. Servant. Don't exist. Lord Rosegrove made a sacrifice of his own, uh, his own mm -hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Uh, so, how's your week been? Your two weeks, uh, three weeks, your many weeks? Yeah, we had last week off. Pretty good, yeah. Quarter has wrapped up on the spring break, I suppose. Or is that uh, this week or? On, or catch up on writing, as uh, mm -hmm. as I like to say. Mm -hmm. uh, what'd you say? Is that? Are you on spring break now, or does it start? Um, I think so. This is finals week, but I'm done. I, I'm done. Nice with this quarter. So on to the next. On to uh... yeah. Cool. Catching up on other things. It's <laughs> seventy degrees yesterday, so uh, I think uh, spring has sprung on the west coast. Although it's already cooling down. Seventy is quite warm for. Yeah, it was a preview of summer. Let's hope so. Yes, yes. I was just uh, testing the cam lag by mm -hmm. gesticulating wildly and looking over my uh, my shoulder, and indeed, it's lagging. 
it's lagging. <laughs> science. That's right. right. You can just say science after anything you don't understand, and it's fine. <laughs> Not to say that you don't understand cam lag, but just the the nature of people throwing around the word science cavalierly these days. Uh, it's going to get to the high 60s here in Colorado next week. That'll be nice. We're going to go to Steamboat Springs over the weekend to go uh, hang out, check out these hot springs there. Got a cousin that lives in the area. Do you boat in the hot springs? Or is the hot spring itself a steamboat? No. There is steam it's... coming from the springs, and sometimes I make boat sounds in the water, <laughs> But that's about as close as it gets. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I wrote Greg, uh, Greg Hansen, a, a short story about someone that is being sent to tax a red dragon. And, and it got wildly out of hand. And I need to make some slight edits to it so I can release it to y'all. But it's it's a wonderful story and I stand by it. <laughs> I am out of the loop, but I no, look there, forward to reading it. There's no loop. There's no loop. We just didn't have a shenanigans, and we were joking about having a... Oh, was that that week where you couldn't get a cast together? Yeah, we had some people, but they all exactly. bailed at the last minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's a story about Clementine from the Mistrayan right. Revenue Service sent to go tax Scoria the Red and help the kingdom make some more money. But through clever accounting, the kingdom ends up owing the dragon more money. So the <laughs> long and short of it. That's amazing. Is is Greg the inspiration for the hero of the story? Is no, we were just shooting the shit and it, it okay. came up like this. Yeah. It's, it's pretty solid. Wow. Yeah. Oh, solid. I didn't mean to close that shit. I closed it. It's too late. Anyway, let's pick up into game. Uh... Where are you? Um, Malsifer Winter, uh, I think is safe and sound in his estate in Winter's Reach. That uh, sounds reasonable. Having recovered from his poisoning eventually. Let's, uh, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're the, you're the DM. Yeah, that's that's where we are now. Yep. It's definitely where we are. Yeah, should we... Uh, let's see. On... Yeah, okay, on my, my token here has 11 HP. So I think we're several days or like recovering from bed rest. There we go. There's our background music. That's what it's we're missing. Off the off the lifeblood blood of uh innocence oh no these are uh blessed people of the winter gods aren't they are they not also the innocents no they're uh um these are my most most faithful uh subjects mm. right okay my closest uh, advisors and confidants those that would be willing to shed their own blood to save their lord isn't it all really the blood of the winter gods? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know Maybe. Um. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, let's take a look. Yeah. So we all uh, we all heard the recap. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely none of that was uh, news to me or us. Nope. We remembered every bit of it. We remembered every bit of it. Never confused. Yeah. I'm going to do a little bit of spreadsheeting here while I check. Because there were, um, I think some fake news was uh, distributed about my zombie elk. Did I do something dumb with it? Did your zombie elk die? I don't think so. I think it was a, I don't know. I do have this ghoul assassin. Maybe they're just talking about replacing the zombie elk with a skeletal centaur. Hmm. Elk is alive. Yeah. So I think we're uh, just recovering here at the estate. Lovely. All right. I believe you're right. And I believe some amount of time passes. Easily. Um, how much time do you want to pass before your next action? Hmm. I think, I mean, we'll, we'll want to at least get healed up, rested up. Mm-hmm. So a couple of days. And then, I mean, and then what is next action? Do we crank on the, the question. Soul, um, uh, on the soul train? Well, it's been... F- Raise some more... Uh, yeah, deads. it's been about three months in game time since Melsifer started his nonsense. Um, so you've been just flying through this campaign. It's... Yeah, there was some talk about... Uh, I don't remember. In the, I think in the disco about where we're going with this. We are uh, now level six, right? So I'd say we're about halfway through all the content I'd hope to see mm-hmm. from a necromancer, assuming we don't, we don't die. <laughs> yeah, so we've been uh, tearing along, leaving a uh, swath of destruction. Mm-hmm. Raised villages. Mm-hmm. A vile pestilence in the Blumwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing evil. You're just uh, correcting the course of history that has gone astray. You know? You're bringing your people back under the rightful rulers mm, instead of those that- damn foreigners that came and stole your land. So, yeah, I think uh, days trudge on, and uh, Mousefer recovers, and Winter's grasp on this uh, southwest portion of Gadia, I think, is just going to tighten. Okay. Well, uh, we can tick the days by. Let's... Let's go ahead and skip 10 days, because nothing's going to happen in those 10 days. Okay, so I think after the initial uh, blood sacrifices, blood transfusions, what have you, mm-hmm. uh, we'll just naturally heal for a couple of days, back up to... Uh, 
Oh, and I think my uh, spirit armor got taxed too. So that's like another five HP. Mm, you must pay the spirit armor tax. Yeah, 10, 11. Yeah, we need some more. Uh, we need some more transfusions. Um, so I th- and these don't need to be willing even, do they? I don't think so, no. Yeah, so let's uh, send a volunteer or someone into town to gather volunteers to uh, make uh, sacrifices to the winter gods. Gather volunteers? Yeah. Seems like a task for Hannibal now. Okay. You can send Hannibal out. Isn't uh, isn't an enforcer. This would have probably... We need Freddy. We need Freddy back. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. That's I forgot. That's one th- we did see that last time, right? Mm-hmm. Freddy imprisoned in uh, in Pine Spur and the uh, what do they call those companies? Are the three companies of uh, of infantry? Yep. Those are the ones you know about, but most certainly there are more military units spread throughout the Blumwood or throughout Gadia. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how does this, uh, how does the, um, how does it go? Do we get any volunteers? <laughs> you do. We... You do. Let me roll a die here. Hannibal collects all the hunters um, after a few days, because, you know, they're scattered about, and brings them to you in one big convoy. Mm -hmm. Now I say one big convoy, but it's like ten people. Um, Mm -hmm. And they arrive, standing behind Hannibal, who presents himself as the first volunteer. Yeah, so by now, uh, Mousefur is back on his feet, right? So he was bedridden for a few days, and he fed off of... Rosegrove and I think Lilith and Tomas? Maybe not Tomas. Was Tomas Tomas chicken about it? (laughs) So by now, uh, Lord Winter is up on his feet and probably we're meeting somewhere spooky, right? Where this isn't like in the, in the, I mean, the estate itself is pretty spooky. The estate is super spooky. It's got like ghosts and specters cruising around in in the woods or something and under moonlight. But you know, I, you know, the, uh, this old, uh, yeah. This old creaky, uh, I want to say like Victorian. It looks like a Victorian manor, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this little creaky estate here in the, in the Winter's Reach. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, how much life do you need to drain from each of these people? Um, I think there's more than enough if they've gathered all the hunters, right? If I spread out to... Was there some benefit to taking it all from one? Yeah, you have to recast the spell for each person oh, yeah. you want to drain. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably 
spread it over two because I'm guessing one isn't going to have enough life force. I would like to gain at least five. I need to get 11 total. Yeah. So where, where in so where in the estate do you think this uh, this would take place? I was originally thinking like, oh, Mouser's back on his feet. We'll do it somewhere spooky, like out in the out in the woods or the. Uh... Well, let's take a look at the estate. Where is the estate? Here it is. Here it is. Is that yours, voice? Oh uh, no, I just have a pencil in my mouth because I'm. I was writing, and now I'm. I guess I could just drop it. That's fine too. <laughs> it's a huge lawn. What's a creepy necromancer do with this big lawn? Well, I think part of it is your. Oh, we said the orchards are outside of this, right? Yeah. I don't or should know. they not be? I mean, maybe they should be within the. Maybe confines. this is all the orchard. Maybe this is all those orchards, even. like, because this is like. It's pretty big. Hundred feet, right? Even if all this was orchards, that's like acres of. Yeah, it's nine hundred feet on a side. So. Yeah. So I think all this back here is must be the uh, the old orchards. Okay. Yeah. And then otherwise, you just have like a nice large estate for walking around on. Maybe there's a pond on one side that we haven't drawn. There's probably like a a fish pond over here that I'll doodle for us. Mm-hmm. What's it like in the tower? There was like a library on the second floor? It was like an old boarded up living quarters, wasn't it? For the uh, for the crazed Lord Winter, the husband to uh, my necromantic forebear. Yeah, your grandmother's husband. She made him this tower and tacked it onto the house once upon a time. Can uh, we cycle through the floors? Yes. Yes. This would be the second story. Ooh, spider webs. Mm-hmm. Uh, show oh, Tim. Back to the ground floor. Show Tim, everyone. Show Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was there a basement beneath it or a bedroom above it? There's there's uh, there, there there's right? a third floor which is not shown on the map. Okay. Yes. I think the third floor is what has been turned into your library, right? I don't see a library anywhere else. Um, yeah, I think the third floor of that tower is the library. We haven't spent much time looking at it, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a library so much as, like, maybe, like, an attic. Like, it, is, it doesn't necessarily need a map floor, right? It's But it's, like, a little storage nook for these piles of uh, creepy necromantic notes from... Uh, Right, 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 right. Grandmother's attic, and what was and the ground stone floor was something. Was that just like a basement beneath it, or there wasn't anything? It like just sticks off this. this yeah, is a, this was this, the, is, this is the ground floor right here. It's only accessible from the second story, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty empty. There might be some like remains of furniture lying around, but it hasn't served a purpose in a very long time. Hmm. 
Then I guess depending on, yeah, time of day, whether I'm resting in the lounge or somewhere on the, uh, somewhere on the estate. Okay. Hannibal will show up with, uh, what is that big, uh, blue thing? The big blue, blue blob? What big blue blob? Oh, blue that's tree. the pond. Oh, I've got a pond? We just said you've got a, a fishing pond. Yeah. I think there should actually be a, a small island in the middle of the pond. <laughs> Dang, Rosegrove is uh, getting more creative with his uh, with his landscaping. This is impressive. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some like stepping stones. That no, no, no stepping stones. It's just a pond. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Okay. How many uh, are in this group of hunters? I guess I can check eight. my. Uh, right? Yeah, uh, or ten, eight, eight or ten? Plus eight, and then the ninth is Hannibal. Okay, perfect. So Hannibal oh, arrives are. with eight in tow. Okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And you want to drain them one at a time? Yeah, I tell them, yeah, something on the order of, you know, an attempt was made against uh, the life of the Lord of Winter, and this is an affront to all of uh, the citizens of Winter's Reach. Um, mm. As the hunters of this... Uh, of the, yeah, of our people. You often make sacrifices for the uh, betterment of the whole of uh, the Winter God's kingdom. Uh, Hannibal says, we are aware of that, my lord. That's, that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. How can we be of service? You must, uh, make your sacrifices to the Lord of, uh, to the Lord of Winter. And I will proceed to, uh, wrench HP from, uh, Mouse for Subjects. All right. Um, it's, uh, one casting one per year, person. right, to cast. I think so. Is that, where is this on, uh, the sheet? Rain life one year convert. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I pick one of the Hannibal's already done this, right? Perhaps, yeah. So you can start with one of his the subordinates. And I okay. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a touch ability, but like you didn't necessarily need to like cut them open. You could kind of right. just like pull blood through the skin. Yes, it's sort of like a, a cloud of bloody mm -hmm. mist forms around your hand as you drain their life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, does he, do they, does this hunter resist, or? He winces, but he otherwise, you know, uh, consents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think Malsifer puts his hand on the guy's, like, shoulder, neck, and mm -hmm. maybe the guy starts off standing up, but as his HP is drained, he's eventually forced to a knee. 
Uh, how? So I think I'd pick a yeah. Mm-hmm. Drops hey, down the as biggest, he uh, one of them, right? Uh, most efficient. Although I don't have a direct way to gauge their HP without like test blood testing or something. But. Um. So I'm gonna go ahead and start draining. Can this channeling be interrupted by anything? Uh, no lifespan is an ability of yours. By tasting yeah. the blood of a living creature, you know its natural lifespan and how much HP it has and how close to death it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can you can get an understanding, I think, of their life. Like as you're draining it, there's that little bloody cloud, and maybe maybe Malzifer mm-hmm. just takes a lick of it. He can't resist himself, and mm-hmm. you can properly drain these people's life without accidentally killing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you drain one after the yeah. other until you're uh, full. Uh, how many? Uh, how many will it take? I guess. How many do I get out of the first guy? Average hunter HP is going to be six or seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe one of these people has eight or nine. So if you start with the biggest, burliest guy, he mm-hmm. probably has nine HP. So I'll drain four. Mm-hmm. Um, four from let's say eleven gets get me to fifteen of twenty-two. So okay, so then on on down the line, right? And I mm-hmm. did, I think they just be did they take a knee right from the get-go? No, Why they not? all start like, standing and yeah. end up on the are ground. Eventually forced to kneel before the lords of winter. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, the next one, how much HP will they have? He'll average six. Three, they'll they'll all have okay. six from here. So, six from here. okay. Uh, so three will be to eighteen. So there's two guys. So I think we're just going. We're going around the circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, dark deeds. Um, twenty-one, and then the last. Oh, okay, so that's so we've done. I probably I'll do one. Let's see. Okay, so we've got. I think I'll just drain one guy into unconsciousness. That, that's fine. I'll save this. The year is probably worth it. All right. So that was one guy, two guys, three. Mm-hmm. Okay. You drain them all, Ryan. Yeah, you drain yeah, yeah. them I'm all. Just doing, I'm doing math to keep my uh, soul and life force spreadsheet even. Um, All right, I'm going to drain four. The last guy I need an extra HP from, so I think we'll drain him and stabilize him to zero or maybe negative one, depending on, uh, depending on, yeah. Depending on whether he had, like, an even or odd number of HP or something like that. Okay. Um, so that will be enough to get me from the less so uh, you, you can't drain them past eight. zero actually oh you can't it, drain them past zero no no you can get them to zero but not beyond all right i will uh oh yeah yeah i, I got greedy there for a second i got mm. still got, i've also got time to naturally heal mm-hmm. um so that will bring me to 21 of 22 um and so that four so only half of them made sacrifices this time um but i guess now they've all seen 
And as you sort of like stand up refreshed. Hold on, I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm not done. Oh. So I'm gonna tell them that uh your sacrifice has not been in in vain. For uh the Lords of Winter will now bind your uh your life force uh, to protect this this uh, kingdom or whatever or whatever we're called, this people, and I will uh, conjure a spirit armor, cast a spirit armor, mm-hmm. ostensibly using their life force to power it, but mm-hmm. at this point, I mean, it's all really, uh, it's all really my life force, isn't it? At this point, certainly. Uh, so we conjure a spirit armor, and maybe there's some visual, right? Maybe it's in the guy's heads, but they probably think they see their, uh, themselves projected as a spiritual warrior, protecting their lord for us like a, a vision of the spirit armor and it probably flickers away i don't think it's super visible unless it's like popping up and deflecting you know like interfering but yeah mm-hmm. so we uh drop down to 16 conjure a level f- oh we're level six now a level six spirit armor but it's based on fraction of hp yes yeah, so right match so what we this is the necromancer version of fractional reserve banking. You you take a portion of your HP and you invest it in something that'll absorb more HP, giving yeah, you that. more hit points to play with, thus yeah. growing the life economy of your small town. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and I will rise, and uh, if Lilith is not. She's probably, I don't know what the chances are that she's at the estate, but I will send uh, Tomas or Rosegrove to fetch, uh, fetch Lilith. As a matter of fact, I can send a skeletal warrior, can't I? You could. Right? They're smart enough to, to, uh, um, uh, to obey. Yeah, they don't, like, they won't understand the concept of Lilith's house, but you could say like walk down this road until you get to the yeah. crossroads which would be town take a right until the 10th house like show them in advance right um yeah i think you just have to be careful in the way you articulate the directions mm-hmm. but you yeah. know lilith's house very well and your town very well so you can give them explicit orders down you know within 10 feet basically yeah so uh, this to get to lilith's house is not going to be a problem yeah so i think a, our, the revivified mouse fur just strides out of this parlor, leaving the uh, collection of hunters, like, I don't know, wheezing for breath on the floor here. And I'll go out to the porch and find, like, a, find a skeletal warrior around mm-hmm. and send them for Lilith. If that sure. Direct them, you know, go to this direction till you find the, the hut. Mm-hmm. If there's a woman there, turn around and escort her back here. Actually, we're just... Scratch that. Go this direction. Go to the hut. And, uh... And if there's a woman there, yeah, come turn around and guide her back here. Perfect. Excellent. And she's marked, right? So they will... She's marked. I think almost everyone in the town is marked. You just have a few of the people on the edge. Yeah. Okay. So off you go. Yeah. Or it and goes. Ooh. And uh, sometime later, Lilith and the skeleton return. The hunters have all 
shuffled out of the house. Oh, I wanted Lilith to care for the hunters. Oh, oh, well, they're waiting around for her to come back, for her to be Yeah, here. unless yeah. they were trying to, like, flee. You know, I think Lilith would come in after and uh, apply her healing proficiency so they can recover. Perfect. Optimally. Perfect. Mm-hmm. We still need a source of souls, right? And that's got to be the uh, the Eridonian invaders, right? Mm-hmm. Well, oh, perhaps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think we need to root. Root out any uh, Eridonian presence nearby. We're gonna sit back. We've got uh, we've got resources to uh, raise more spears. Mm. So Winter's Reach is gonna bide its time. Mm-hmm. Thanks to our sacrifices, we've uh, sped things along. So I think we'll jump back into the uh, raising aid a day plan. And and then, I, yeah, I guess just seeing what the news is. So, like, I'm looking at McTacky's map on the on the uh, on the wiki, and we've axed out a bunch map? of villages. I mean, it's it's I guess it's the. Uh, mm-hmm. I see. It's your, I mean, it's your map, but he's got all these villages marked, right? Oh no, you you've got dead villages, right? So this is just I've those, marked the dead villages oh, and the yeah. county lines, yeah. And those those dead villages, several of them were ones that we sacked and the people just fled and so they were abandoned eerily. Right. Others were in uh were abandoned. Right. As right, you raised moved. some and some oh, were God. fled. Uh, this um, one was fled, most notably. Does that mean the population of all of this region is about 250 is the only remaining village on this in this corner of the Blumwood Winter's Reach. Yes. Yes. That's okay. Surely so I think that, these I think two places is, is coming to uh, Malsifer as you know, as he as these over the course of these days. Hmm. Well, Malsifer, are you going to finish it? Finish what? Gathering the Western Blumwood. Western Gadia. Yeah. yeah, so I I mean I think Mousefer is going to be content to sit back and I mean I guess we always get interrupted but <laughs> until we've got current resources raised. R A I S E D, right? Mhm. Mhm. It's in Spear. So how uh, long is that going to take you? So, um we have 10 days that we've just gone through which you can also use. Yeah, so I want to, I've want i had this pile of 97 corpses that I've wanted to get off my lawn for a long time. So let's <laughs> turn into that. Zombies take years of life, so I think skeletons are the way to go. We've already got... Yeah, you've got a whole bunch of chickens, and I think every time we do this, we're like, yeah, you've got yeah, enough chickens reason, to right? do this, but then you get interrupted. So I, as it stands, you have... commenting on the recap... Uh, how uh, past Ryan was uh, was doing a good job mm-hmm. setting up all the rat catchers, mm-hmm. chicken breeding program, 
what was the other uh, I think it's just importing of animal resources from other towns yeah yeah. so you have more than enough supplies to raise anything you want don't tell me that let's at least uh, so have the warriors flay these corpses and turn those 97 skeletons into or 97 corpses into 97 skeletons that'll take um, about 11 days which you can do okay you said 10 before. And 11 is close to 10. Right yeah. There's no time here in, uh, in Gadia. Winter just crawls on for an eternity. Mm-hmm. But even in winter, it's uh, quite temperate here on the coast. Mm-hmm. 97 corpses. I'm going to delete those and make 97 skeletons. 97 uh, skeletons. They uh, yeah. It is so... The skeletons have been raised. Uh, the time passes quickly. Yeah, so the, we need to arm these skeletons. So in the same time frame, we're meeting with the Fletchers in Winter's Reach and uh, saying, what's up, guys? Right, so mm-hmm. I don't think it comes all at once. So it'll, I guess each day it's eight at a time, right, showing up to the Fletchers and saying, all right, where the where it's, and, and to the uh, tanner, the leather worker, or whatever, saying, "All right, have you sorted through all the scraps?" Right, because we've been bringing in and piling up these resources. At some point, I think we may run out, mm-hmm. or like production will lag behind. Um, I don't know. What have we got to? I mean, clubs work too, right? As a, uh, clubs are fine. Yeah, you can just use the quarter yeah. stabs, quarter stabs, old broken weapons. You know, you can use even ruined weapons, just something better than their their claws. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this 97, I think, will be... Uh, this is basically the first company that we've raised. And over the course of uh, 11 days, they'll be, uh, I guess, lined up near town, outside of where the Tanner and the, the Fletchers and whatever is working. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably slowly be getting up. So there will just be 97 skeletons standing rank and file at attention mm-hmm. waiting uh getting outfitted right so these poor uh poor tanners and skinners are like basically just like loading their work straight onto the or like you know gathering up from this pile of scraps and <laughs> dressing the skeleton army mm-hmm. and depending on hands, their... sharpening sticks as they go and right so probably yeah and depending on their, their personal work ethic, this is either the greatest time of their life where they can work all the time and have it be immediately put to use for something obvious, um, or it's the worst time of their life because they have to work all the time. So I think you got a, a mixed, happy, grumpy population. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say it was good work. Mm. All right. So, uh, 11 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Assemble our first company. How many skeletons does that bring you to now? Um, I've got, there's a couple different. So there was a, there's a half, a, there's 55 skeletal spearmen. And then about on top of that, 100 rank and file. Mm-hmm. So another okay. fifty in the in the roses, and then maybe another thirty higher level skeletal warriors. Perfect. Perfect. And the zombie monsters in the woods. 
What a time to, uh... Oh. Coming and saying goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> what a time to say goodbye. <laughs> and okay. The hunters... What about them? Perhaps emboldened by their sacrifice, are continuing to, uh... range the land, right? Mm-hmm. They're keeping watches and various, uh... And they were even training the populace to like sit in a hunter's like be like, hey, you sit here in a hunter. Is that was that not a? I don't option? think that was a thing. No. So these poor guys got it. They're basically working uh, working shift shift work. But this is what they prefer to do. You know, they're yeah. they're woodsmen at their core. They prefer to sit out in the woods and do their own yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, life goes on, or death mm-hmm. goes on. Um, I don't think there will be any aggressive moves out of Winter's Reach for the time being. Um, once the army is starting to come together, quite obviously now, right? Mm-hmm. Then what? Oh, I do. I was wondering what happened to that uh, alchemist's cart. Did anything interesting come of it? I mean, I guess it's just probably relocated to Lilith's. And uh, uh, yeah, I think she takes maybe it. Has more supplies as a result. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, you have your skeletons. You have an army. You yeah. are at full HP minus whatever you have lost from spirit armor because that can't be replaced until spirit armor is gone. Right, that's like a, a hold on your HP. You have new abilities that you haven't tried out yet because you're level six. Uh, you haven't mostly. Uh, what do we? What do we uh, let me check what our. Level You've got six. poltergeist hold, essence hold, person, and reverse healing at six. Yeah, the hold person is interesting, but pretty specific, right? It's like setting up with a mirror to uh, right. trap someone in the mirror. Yeah. Reverse healing. That's like a... So we've got the greater skeletal warriors. Mm-hmm. And we've caught up most of the lower level abilities and seen them at least once, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Poltergeist could be fun. Holy strength, and fees, personal sacrifice. Yeah, we've seen pretty much everything you can like make step. and just have hanging around, right? Uh huh. Poltergeist, blah blah blah. It takes five years, and they have a number of HP equal to what you give up. Yes. So at least one, but you know. So you do permanently give up at least one year, or sorry, one HP to do this. You yeah, you lose one HP. It's not like a, a hold on your HP, and it doesn't yeah. come from your max. So there's, nothing, a... there's nothing particularly special about this other than the sacrifices. And then, so could we retcon that this poltergeist was uh, created out of that life force when we did the ritual with the hunters? Like this, right? I mean, I, yeah, would that have been a, as, that seems like a more auspicious time to have created this thing yeah yeah thing. we you've got a lot of time and a lot of things could have been made so this could have been made at the same time as you were drinking the hunters right and maybe uh mouse only comes to notice what he created in the uh weeks that follow but i guess so i think we'll only want one one hp seems the way to go right mm-hmm. otherwise you're other because you permanently lose that hp right no this is just regular hp drain oh so i it's could have you could, could create a 20 HP poltergeist and in 20 days you'd be back at full or you 
know, oh, that's what I should have done with the spirit arm instead of the spirit. So like get to get the full raise a 22 HP poltergeist <laughs> and then raise it again. And uh, what is the. Uh... Oh, but now see, because now I've got a spirit armor up and I can't make a 22 HP poltergeist. But also like a 22 HP poltergeist doesn't really have much help to you, right? You just need one HP so I it doesn't you, die. You make HP a resource and we're going to min max it. OK, all right. Well, yeah, I think it's I will we'll catch it next time because that does feel wasteful. Okay. Um, where is yeah, we can. So let's say uh, what's a more reasonable HP to make it? Right, because we'll have healed back in the in this time, mm -hmm. correct? Yes. Yeah, the poltergeist basically is a ghost that can move shit in the real world, but it's bound to a location, like a building or a specific object. Oh, that it's, it's not uh, bound to me? It doesn't follow to. me? No, no. I it's thought bound it to a place. Uh, okay, so the original poltergeist was bound oh, okay. to you. The updated poltergeist is bound to an object or Damn. a location. Okay, that's why I wanted this high HP poltergeist to uh, follow me around in battle. <laughs> yeah, do it. Bind it to a rock and keep oh, the rock you in your pocket. Move the rock. Yeah, that's fine. Um, let's bind it to my axe. Now that's the way to go. Ah, so I guess that that would make this a more probably deliberate ritual. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So are you going to summon a poltergeist? Yeah, we're going to summon a poltergeist. So I'm going to sacrifice the years. What was the... Uh, how were the reviews on the uh, first blood sacrifice? Uh, the, how does the town <laughs> reviewing the, it? Yeah, how are the Yelp reviews? Is it a... Was it a... This... Uh, well, there's a problem here. Is that how does a lord ever learn the true feelings of their people because if you talk to them they're going to mm -hmm. give you whatever they want you to think about them so how mm -hmm. how would you ever get an accurate review of your people's opinions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is not a hypothetical question this is a practical question because it can <laughs> be done yes but uh, will it I don't know do you want to Let's see. I mean, I guess people aren't uh, knocking on my door offering their HP. That's that's not the that's not the world we're living in. Right. Door to door HP salesman. Mm hmm. But only half of the hunters actually sustained HP damage. Oh. So we'll uh, all summon the hunters once again, like sometime later in the week. Okay. To do a uh, poltergeisting ritual. They return. Yeah. Do they all come, or is it just the ones that aren't recovering oh. from the last wounds? I guess I'll... Yeah. They all arrive. Okay. Hannibal leading the way. Um, you can see that many of them looked pretty spooked as they yeah. arrived back at your place. Uh -huh. um, while they are sound of body, they, there is like a weariness to them as they arrive. Mm -hmm. Willingly, but still they look like soldiers who have been on the front line for a little bit too long. 
you know, they need to feast on more meat. Mm. What do you like to let them uh, feast upon? Humanely, uh, sorry, sustainably uh, harvested in sight of the gods, gods of winter. Are you talking about a phantom feast? No, I'm not talking about a phantom oh, feast. Okay. That seems uh, that seems like an act of desperation, or oh, at okay. least deep symbology. No, I'm yeah. talking about the butcher and all the all the meat. Oh yeah, well, there's lots okay. of that going around. <laughs> uh, okay, so we gather another. Uh, I don't even know what you'd call this uh, dark gathering, but uh, so the, the ten of us mm-hmm. gather by the flickering fire firelight. Uh-huh. There's a uh, there's a bear pelt, so the hunters are right at home, right? One of them probably hunted this bear themselves. And I think Mouseford probably muses to himself more than the men that the uh, uh, you know that uh, in times of war such as this, you've got you must uh, a lord, it is the Lord's duty to call upon. Uh, call his batters, his banners. His battered banners. His battered banners, right? All right. And the uh, soldiers of winter must uh, must serve. Hannibal. Uh, and so the, the, yeah, the other, the four that didn't uh, make sacrifice, maybe not all four, those that didn't make sacrifices last time are now going to be expected to... Uh, uh, Hannibal will step uh, forward, being the first one to offer himself, and this time, instead of standing next to you, he will just drop to his both knees um, and mm-hmm. bow his head towards the floor in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think here uh, Mousefer takes the the Bardish, the Executioner's Axe off of the uh, off of the mantle or whatever, like sits above the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And so he, he unshelves it. What's the do we get a reaction of from the uh, from the hunters as they uh, see this? Hannibal's got his eyes closed, so he doesn't see anything. A few of the mm-hmm. others stand up a little bit taller. One takes a step back. There are a few draws of breath mm-hmm. as they see you reach for the bardish. Uh, yeah, and Malsifer hoists this two-handed executioner's act, executioner's blade on his shoulder, circles around to. Uh, Flank Hannibal. Mm-hmm. It probably looks like he's setting up an execution, uh-huh. but he just presses the blade of the Bardish into the back of Hannibal's neck and uh, drains some uh, drains some HP through this. Uh... Yeah, and bloodies the blade in the process. We're gonna use the 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 axe as a. Uh, as an object for this poltergeist, what is that? To, ch- to chain my spirit. So I guess I, I'm, I'm recovering the HP from these guys, but use right. it, but it's got to be my own that gets used. Correct. Uh, when you hit level seven, you can directly siphon their HP to your spells. But for mm-hmm. now, you'll have to like use your HP to create this, and then use a drain life to replenish your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess what everyone would see is. Uh, Malsifer, I guess just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So fl- yeah, flanking Hannibal with the Bardish and then draining his own HP into the blade. 
right? Mm -hmm. And then I think a, uh, is it always visible or can it go in and out of ethereal? It can, it starts ethereal and it can phase in when you want. They are ethereal, but can shift up to 75%. Does that mean they only take 75% damage? Um, Effective physical attacks. No. Back into the ethereal plane. Okay. Yeah, they'll take damage and then just become ethereal when when the damage is taken. They function a little bit differently. It's not quite like a a, a person being phased blade phased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, how? Uh, what seems like a? I guess I might as well go with a lot of HP and just recover it. Right. That's why. That's why I brought the hunters here. Mm-hmm. Um. So unfortunately, right, I've already got my spirit armor up at this point, so I don't have my full 22. I'm just going to be working out a 17. I guess mm. we'll fix it later. So you create um, a 16 HP poltergeist, and then you're going to drain that's, 16 that's HP from your people? Not quite, but over the course of, uh, of time, right? That's the min-max approach, right? You make a 16 HP poltergeist? Yeah. Uh, maybe you don't want to be on one HP? Well, that's what uh, that's what good old Hannibal's here for. All right. Well then, you create yourself a sixteen HP poltergeist. I'm so greedy, and so Mouse for basically just I, I must just look like he's they see his spirits like split, and his. I imagine it like sort of like pulling itself out of your back is like a phantom yeah. illusion of Malsifer, this like ghostly Malsifer looking creature yeah. that like And as just... as it like separates from Malsifer's physical form, you, he's just left drained in response, right? Sucked within an inch of his life. And he like hangs limp, barely like the axe uh sinks in his Wavering. hand and cuts and cuts into the back of uh Hannibal's neck. And I think, so yeah, Hannibal like, bears the weight of the axe blade as he like b- blood drips down back of his neck as he slowly over the you know two eight two damage around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his uh, and this way, uh, yeah, his energy is uh, spiritual energy is given off a call to the winter gods. Mm-hmm. Lords of Winter. And yes. uh, how many HP does Hannibal have? Uh, he's your lead hunter, so he's probably got the most. Let's consider, let's say Hannibal's got like 10, but you've also drained him fairly recently, didn't you? I can't remember. Oh, but it's been like it's 10 been days. days. Okay, yeah, so he's, he's up full. by a healer, right? Yeah, 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 so he's up full by now. Okay. Um, so this, he has this how many? 10? 10 total, yeah. Okay, so I'll, I won't, so I'll drain four from him. Sorry, eight from him, so four HP for me. Right. I'm going to five, uh, and then I think we'll go around everyone that wasn't drained last time. Okay, so that's four more people, each of which have six HP. Um, uh, so, you... so we can gain two, eight, two each? Can't do three each? We don't want a bunch of unconscious people hanging around, or is that, uh, is that fine? Uh, if you drain four from them, you'll get two from them, right? So two, four, six, eight more HP for you? It's Right, it's probably easier if they can walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you get... <laughs> You get, uh, what do we say, eight and four? So you get 12 back? Yeah. So it'll bring me back 
bringing it up to 13, uh, five more years of draining, right? Yep. And then there are the hunters that already gave up their sacrifice a few days ago. I think and have it's recovered fun. So HP. Mouser is at 13 out of 17. You can okay. heal naturally for a few more days. Sure. But now everyone in this circle has. Uh, They've been touched by the wizard. <laughs> Not a wizard, a necromancer. Sorry. By the spellcaster. Why don't we take our first break here? You've created a poltergeist. You've raised a full company of skeletons. Uh, You've recovered all of your lost HP. You've developed a pond. And and we're going to... Credit there to Lord Rosegrove. Right. We'll come back. Masterful landscaping. We'll come back on the other side of our break and see what Malsifer is going to do with his newfound poltergeist and company of skeletons. I believe it has something to do with conquering territory, but we'll find out. On the other side of our break, bye-bye. Hello, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Hello. Your army is ready. Right? Is it, though? Is the armory ever ready? You've got a lot of improvised weapons, sticks, clubs, staves, other bones, mm-hmm. um, but they're all armed in some capacity. And uh, armored in uh, rabbit fur, rotting yeah. rabbit fur mostly. Um, I think you're probably at the point where you're out of like armor for new skeletons that would be raised. You know, I think you've like gone through all of your furs and leathers and hides and, and Can we things. say that, okay, wait, the warriors, oh, I've got warriors with leather. Okay, so I'm, okay, so I think all of the warriors then are probably, they're probably like, they've been wrapped, I would guess, in, in hides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rotting. I think so. They're in various states of uh, repair. I mean, some are properly tanned, but a lot of it is... Some of them are fairly mismatched. raw. They've got a stench mm. to them. But mm. Lilith goes amongst the dead and uh, blesses them with uh, her uh, herbs. I don't know if they've all got like, rosemary dangling in their rib cages. A little bit here, a little bit there. I don't think there's enough rosemary in the world to cover the stench of this large collection. Uh, we've been preparing for this our, uh, <laughs> for generations. For generations. And the, uh, yeah. Well, the it's... army of the dead has been uh, waiting for years. Quietly waiting right. underground mm-hmm. for their time to rise. Is it ready? Lucifer, <clears throat> where do you want to go? What do you want to do? There are so many options laid out before you. Mm-hmm. I don't think we take Pine Spur directly at this point. But if we can split off a company, we can, uh, this, yeah, I mean, hmm. Right, it's only a matter of time before we threaten them militarily. Mm-hmm. But is there anything we want to do in the interim? Or maybe pull them out of position. Who are these corvals? 
they're just one of the houses nearby. The drunk, wasn't that the was that the drunken knight that uh, showed up in uh, Winter's Reach? Was he a Corval or a Lorwyn? He's probably that knight is probably reanimated in the uh, standing out on the lawn as a skeletal warrior. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not his body get misplaced. In any uh, case, I think that's who the Corvals were. Yeah, it was Kel. I don't think we had a Corval. particular beef mm-hmm. with the, but they were they're a new. They're one of those Eridonian houses, you know? Yeah, I mean, so we're at full strength. I think we're going to go on the march. So Mousefer is going to take this new company of skeletons. Uh, and, yeah, head out. Uh, we'll take the warriors with us, but there is a cadre. Is that the word I'm looking for? C-A-D-R-E? I haven't read it. C-A-D-R-E? Is that a, is that a, a thing I'm looking for? There's a cadre of uh, undead warriors at Winter's Reach still. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a whole... I've got to consolidate. Kadri. Kadri. <laughs> it was my pronunciation. Not my pronunciation was Kadri. fine then. Kadri. That's, that's Kadri. really creepy. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> um, I'm going to combine my... I guess uh, not all of these skeletons have... So there's 58 with leather. I'll just combine them all. All the skeletons have baseline HP. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll recombine. I've actually got a hundred and... Fifty-five. Woo! That is a lot of skeletons. Yeah, maybe it... Yeah, okay. So there's those skeletons. And then all of these skeletal warriors. There's the 13 Mm -hmm. skeletal knights. Knights, archers, spearmen, the mage. This is an army. Yes. Got this ghoul assassin that I think I'll take with. Take this poltergeist out for a spin. So I'm counting 243 skeletons in, in this mix right here. Yeah, let's make a. Let me do some spreadsheeting. Uh, what are we going to call this army? Or company, right? Mm-hmm. Company. We're starting up an LLC. <laughs> <laughs> a, how about a skeletal LLC? Skeletal <laughs> LLC. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right, skeletal... Skeletal Co. Um, and then we'll set this equal to which one do I want to take the skellies and the warrior don't want those zombies but let's see sure we'll throw in the skeletal horses oh (laughs) And value. What is going on here? Oh, some. I don't want those zombies in there, but that's the they're the Janet and Jimmy zombies. Right, well, you did five through fifty. So that's like two company. I don't know how we want to denote that on the map, but I want a big fat token to drag around. I will give you. There's there's still yeah, there's still fifty six skeletons in the hedges. Mm-hmm. Zombies in the woods, all those zombie monsters. I think they're too slow to move with the main army. 
but they probably follow behind because that's where the good eats are going to be, right? I guess we'll mm -hmm. see. <laughs> uh, and this ghoul assassin can move at normal movement rate, right? Yes. Okay, so he'll hang around with me. The new poltergeist ought to be, ought to be fun. Yeah, high con would have been a good call. I, I didn't have enough to make to get bonus HP, so it wouldn't really have mattered. I, I guess I could have put it 15 into con. I don't know how I wound up with seven con. Well, here you uh, are. Here I am. <laughs> Next time. Put it in the patch notes. Because <laughs> I'm already pretty, really tanky, actually. Mm -hmm. Between the spirit armor and decent HP. Now I've got this... Uh, Body double poltergeist with my mm -hmm. axe. Is that your intention for the poltergeist to use it in combat or? No, it, for me, I I always thought of it as like a lab assistant. Yeah, oh yeah, really. Mm -hmm. And here I am marching a sixteen HP poltergeist off to war. Yeah, I mean it, it has five strength. It can interact with the world, right. but it, so, it doesn't so really it wield weapons at minus one to hit for like one d two minus one damage. <laughs> it can just like push and pull. Like, it I don't think it can, it can like, probably, like claw. do things like you can walk up to the fighter and like draw his sidearm and just drop it on the ground, kind of things, right? Like that two sort of thing. Moves. Yeah, yeah. Push a rock off strength. of a cliff. That sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so we're off. What do we What do we got here? Where the, do you want to go? The black flag of winter is going to uh, sail east. So I want to ride through. I don't know if ride through the march through uh, Amon's Watch, right? This abandoned village, and see what remains of this one. We've been here before since the people fled. I think. Mm hmm. Did we set up watch? I think this was the, one of the first places we commanded the or the hunters to patrol. Right? Well, yeah, they've been we patrolling this whole tower section need, right here. Needs more watchtowers. Mm. That's that's what I'll that's what I'll so I'll, I'll with the army in tow. Under strict command to, to march rank and file. Um, and ignore right any outlying villagers that may not be marked. Sure. Um, Mousefur will you know, suggest from uh... Ooh, are we on an elk back? I believe. Yeah. Why not? Um, yeah, we'll suggest to the lumberjacks and hunt the, to make uh, watchtowers here. If they aren't already, is okay. that a thing you did last time? I don't remember. You did not make but watchtowers. Lord, if you would like Lord, to, uh, yeah, the Lord seeing his countryside decrees that there ought to be watchtowers. It'll probably be a while before that happens, and it may require follow-up. You'll but. you'll have to send in your carpenters to make that. Your skeletons aren't very good constructioners. Yeah. Uh, at least not um, these skeletons. Higher level. Are there are there structures? Is there still a village here, or has it been like burned to the ground? Like it has I don't not think been burned. Um, it has been sacked and looted, mm -hmm. but it's still intact in many ways. Yeah, but I'm sure its fields lie fallowed, and I mean they they've only been abandoned for a month or so at this point. Yeah, but we don't have the people to. Uh... Mm -mm. We don't have the manpower to harvest them. 
Your skeletons mm -hmm. are aren't but we've competent. Got a, to, we've uh, got enough best. to uh, sustain our living. Mm -hmm. We can uh, herd. Well, there's zombies. We can have zo yeah, marked people can herd zombie or can herd uh, goats and stuff out out here in the plains, right? Oh yes, yes. We got plenty of. We'll be. Hey, there's only 250. That, that's the realization that's coming to me. Out of character, what, this PC has wreaked havoc on the landscape. There, mm -hmm. There's now only 200. I mean, I guess so. Every living person is uh, pretty much on the spreadsheet at this point, right? Yes. There's still plenty of NPCs to meet, right? It goes to show how few uh, character, how few NPCs you really need to have a have a campaign. <laughs> right, I've only got about 15 name, 15 categories here. So 247 people. Uh huh. We're just we started with 250. It sounds like we haven't had any uh, any births in the last. Uh, <laughs> Not in the last 90 days, no. And a whole lot of death. Yeah. Um. But hey, we're uh, we're at war. So those corvals are. Aridonian. They've been. Are they? Are they an Aridonian family? Right? They were. They did. They bend the knee, or were they just like an some? Oh no! They got import. They were part of the conquering families that helped take over Gadia, and mm -hmm. then were given a plot of land right near the ocean. Yeah, and that drunken knight did stumble in. Right, right. that was that was the same house. Mm -hmm. Seems a befitting curse, right? You're, a drunken son commits a, a crime for which his crime. family must pay. Must, and the curse comes sweeping back in the form of an undead uh, undead army. That seems as good a target as any. It doesn't sound like a curse to me. It any. sounds like something very appropriate you know it sounds uh, like divine retribution there's nothing divine about this uh about this force mm. uh so it probably takes a few days the un they don't need to i'm mousefer's the only living one in, amongst this army right yes and i'm thinking at its center 250 is a sizable number of uh of troops that is a lot. Do you have really have 250? Yeah, that's what we're marching with. That's yep. not even in, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And I think uh, we've got the zombies sort of like trailing behind. They'll probably be like a day behind even at this point, right? Mm-hmm. But once oh, you're bringing Janet they, and Jimmy with you, so yeah, they're. Oh, no, that was a mistake. That, that okay. I didn't mean to. Uh, but the, I meant the zombie monsters. Let me. Oh, okay, uh, the other zombies, the regular zombies, or the zombie monsters. Zombie monsters. Um. Yeah, but they're too slow to keep up with the main army. Right. So I'm just. I mean, yeah. But, they'll know, they'll be trailing behind, once, catching. Once the scent of blood is on the air, the the soul eater will come uh, come a follow and mm -hmm. pick up the uh, pick up the pieces. Mm -hmm. um, so we want to. Two forty seven, is that? 
Yeah, 247 without the Zombos, without yeah. Janet and Jimmy. Oh, and including this ghoul assassin. I need more ghouls. Well, you need some more bodies for that, and probably some more years. I imagine you're getting sort of low on years. What are you uh, at? I got a no. I'm I got a hundred and something. Oh, okay, you're fine. The necromancer leading this army is a uh, young, vibrant lordling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess we can just kind of march through the night. How it's probably. If anything, Mouser will need to stop and sleep. You will need to stop to sleep, sleep before on they... Elk back, right? Yeah, it's a 20-mile journey to the mm-hmm. Corval estate, um, which is probably through the woods going to be like a day and change. Well, so can, do you leave do during the day, or do you leave at night? Hmm... Whoa, do you hear that noise? Hold on, I'm getting crazy amounts of static from something. Brian, do you hear this? No, you're... Okay, I can't hear you, but I'm getting crazy static from you. From what I think is your mic. That's better. Okay, it's gone. Woo! Yeah, I don't know. That was super weird. Okay, it's gone now. It's gone now. <laughs> weird tech stuff. It happens. Let's not worry about it. Um. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sorry about that. We're all good. You really ought to run me through a filter or something. Did that? Go- I-, I didn't hear anything on on this end. Yeah, I have no idea what the cause was. Uh, I do have a fil a-, a compressor on you, so it won't peak too loudly for chat. I get the full brunt of of the the sound. <laughs> Yeah. That's fine. Okay, let me turn our music back on and everything. Where were we? Where were we? Here we are. Okay. Did you hear them? The winter gods. They were, they <laughs> They're were trying to speak. <laughs> They're trying to speak to us. Run away. Um. All right. So you're invading the Corval estate, yeah? Yeah, I don't know if it's sustainable to just uh, um, to like outright destroy them, but I think we're gonna march the army through the Corval Estate, pick up some souls, some right. Mm-hmm. What's the word to uh, confiscate, confiscate some. Uh, Eridonian souls uh, right for when you walk in and take possession of they too must pay the tax for living in this area <laughs> something like that far too long have they not paid their taxes and now they shall pay them with their lives 
So, do you move out during the day or the night? Mm. That's what I, was, I think. Ar arriving during the under cover of darkness would probably be strategically most advantageous. I think, but I think we'll march in the morning. Yeah, leave in the morning. Mm, okay. And then we first went to uh, Eamon's Watch, right? Right. Right. And set up there. And the place is abandoned. The fields yeah, are we, untended. Yeah, maybe, we, maybe we do a day there and mouse for rests, and then we keep moving. So maybe we can just think how many days this army can move, right? It moves at movement rate 12? Yep. Four, 12, yeah, your speed. You're the slowest yeah. one in the army. Through the woods, so I feel like it would ordinarily... Okay, so 12 miles through the woods, right? It mm -hmm. would be 24 on, like, open terrain or on a road. Right. Uh, yeah, so we do, like, one day to Eamon's Watch, and then it will be another day to uh, the Corval Estate. Yeah, but let's take a quick look here, because as you're coming through this area, through Eamon's Watch to the Corval Estate, you're going to mm -hmm. basically clip through these two other uh, baronies. Yeah. So I are think you going to happened, avoid them, or are you going to... No. So that's a good point. So if I maybe have some checks to see if like there are scouts on the edge. So I think what is going on is the army is marching a more or less... I mean, a path more or less that way. Mm -hmm. So we're clipping through them, right? So there's maybe scouts will spot us. Maybe we'll spot scouts. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, let's see. Yeah. You know maybe, that maybe the... Maybe why we'll spot, you know, the rank and file of a skeletal horde. You know that the town or the, the village in this nearby barony right here is right in this corner, right at the coast. Um, so it would be... You know, it'd be like a, a mile detour to go take a look at that village, at most. But yeah, let's do that. So, at, by, so we can like send an army marching mm -hmm. and move on ahead. How quickly do I move on elk back? Right, it was like twelve. Twelve. So that's not so. quick at all. Skeletons move at fourteen. Right. Yeah, but they'll keep your they'll keep pace with. What about you. a skeletal horse? I have three of those. So if I put myself and two blood knights on skeletal horses, we can sort of zip off while the army marches yeah, and make a three-mile detour. Uh, skeletal warrior, greater specialist, mage, commander. We don't oh, have yeah, skeletal, skeletal horse here. The skeletal mage can stay on the elk. I'll stay with the main army, sure. Right. So I think the... Maybe all the skeletons move at 14. I think that makes sense. The skeletal horses and the elk and everything, they all move at 14. Oh, okay, so we can't go faster on the... I need... You're making me need my nightmare. Mm-hmm. Skeleton... Greater... Oh yeah, you don't need, you don't even have separate stat blocks for any of the skeletons, right? So... What level do I need to be to make a nightmare? Seven, I think. Oh, that's next level. Oh, so seven, seven is where you get your zombie nightmare, your mm -hmm. skeletal specialist, and eight is where you get your revenant. We're not going to talk about that for now. 
so slow. I mean, you got to level six in 90 days, right? No, That's I mean pretty... my movement speed. Oh, oh, your movement speed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you... So I guess I can move do you take, on a, Do you take the army course. with you to scout out that location, well, that I was, town? I was thinking if I just took a smaller party, I could uh, investigate faster, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's the case. It's not. The army moves as fast as anything, and we just... Uh, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to be spotted. So maybe... Well, if only you had a way that you could uh, visit places without having to be seen. If only you could possess a ghost or a shade. Yeah, the shade is back at the estate, right? Mm. Unfortunate. Looks like you'll have to do it the hard way. <laughs> um... So? Yeah, so I think we'll scout it out the old fashion. We don't, so while the army marches on, I've got no way of catching up, short of like jogging. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just tell them to wait for you. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll wait here for, it's only a mile out of the way, you said, right? Yeah. It's not far at all. And let's just get eyes on that village. That's well. You do get eyes on the village if you push for um, it. So I'll, I'll pull. I'll take just a smaller group of skeletal warriors, just so we're less likely to be spotted. Uh, and I don't want to go solo. That's dumb. We'll take the the thirteen skeleton knights and uh, approach through the woods. You find the village empty. Um, The fields have been harvested to their fullest extent and then burned. Mm -hmm. The village is not destroyed, but all the valuables have been ripped out and pulled out. Mm -hmm. Anything of practical use is gone, but the village and its estate stand empty. I think in that case, I will uh, divert the army. And if it appears to be abandoned, we'll just sort of sweep through this region. Mm-hmm. So I guess for that day, we'll march the army to the coast. Another, uh, so this is day two now. I think by the I mean, I think to divert and all that, it seems fair to just move basically to the coast by nightfall. That's fine. Yeah. I may, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll accompany with them. I wanted to, if I spot any hunters, I would like to alert them but if not, we may need to mess, yeah, message them later. Um, and then we'll, I guess, move into this one and see if it's see if it's the same. Uh, you so move guess, on to the next one that day or that night? Um, I think this will be a day three. Day since three, leaving uh, Winter's Reach. Yeah. How, what happened? What was day two spent doing? Uh, it was day one to Eamon's watch, day two th- okay. around the, uh, whatever that bend is, and right. to the abandoned village. Okay. And day three over here. Yeah. Excellent. Day three comes, and you... Give me a perception check. Let's see how this goes. Ooh. 
Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you spot. The first roll of the night. Dang, we're off to a slow start. Yeah. You spot what appears to be a small collection of scouts or something. It's a pair of riders sitting on horseback, uh, sort of walking through the woods, but they're having a conversation about this uh, this girl and this guy that they know in town that there's some sort of like romantic tryst going on between the two of these people and the, uh, the, the two scouts are gossiping about this like petty romance. Uh, and you can hear their voices as you move through the like thick forest in this region before you even spot them. So you can like come to a stop and, and hear this conversation about how uh, Gideon and Laura have been like seeing each other behind everyone's back and Gideon's engaged and Laura's dad has sort of promised her to this other guy and they're like super into each other and they've been like trying to figure out how they can keep this tryst going even after their supposed marriages will take effect. Um, Unlike uh, these, um, this mortal prattle, the... uh... Army of Winter does not uh, chit-chat or gossip. So the undead horde descends upon them silently. Um, And I think catching, I mean, maybe roll a surprise check, but catching these guys unaware, the uh, bursting, is this, is it day or night? It is, well, you tell me, when did you want to leave? It's been a few hours since you, you left the last village. You could be leaving at day or at night. Hmm. What's, yeah, I don't think the time really matters. I think it's more just a matter of how comfortably can you uh, push your necromancer. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's the only living thing here. Right, so you what tell me is- when you want to go. You could have mm-hmm. left at any point. Hmm. I think it's more what distance into the day it is. So it's okay. It's probably by day. It's yeah. Yeah. Okay. The bur- There's light bursting out of the trees. Skeleton. Are you gonna roll a surprise check? Uh, I've already. I mean, it seems pretty. You've spotted them before they've spotted you, but they passed yeah. their perception check. So when if the moment you come around the bend to see them, they will spot you. They won't be surprised. Um, you know what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. And. Uh, so we should roll for initiative, I think, is what we yeah. do. Yeah. All right. Uh, flat D10? Or... Flat D10. Let's do it. They get a three. So they win they initiative. They see the skeletons and Malsifer stepping out from behind this thick foliage, kick their horses, and bolt in the opposite direction. Oh, they had horses. Yeah, they were sitting on horses. Archers, Fire! I'm guessing we can get at least one round of uh, bow shots as they retreat. Sure, probably at some sort of cover um, because of the a thick range, foliage. Yeah, I mean, so this is a this is a contingent of twenty archers. Sure, uh, probably some, on average some distance away, right? With cover, we have yeah. So I think we're gonna say maybe um, concealment, fifty percent concealment, because there's bushes and stuff, but that's not gonna really block arrows. Yeah. So penalty of two for concealment, and if they're at medium range, two for that as well. I don't know if they are at medium sure. though. So something um, in that ballpark. They have thirteen AC from their leather armor, but their backs are to you. 
and I will roll 20d20. Um, I don't know what the bonus or penalty is here, but there's at least a couple of One, hits. two, three, four, five, six. Six hits and two crits. Um, so why okay. don't we say three, why don't we say 5d6 at each of them? Uh, 5d6 for one and 5d6 for the other. Or that many, oh god, there's not oh, even, god. There's, their no. souls are, are wasted. The horses and the riders are peppered with arrows. They oh, there's horses hit the too. ground like a sack the of potatoes. The horses soak up some of that. Are there, there's a chance that these guys will still be alive by the time Mousefur reaches them next round. There is a chance. Or maybe no. their souls still around in the air somewhere? They rolled poorly. They did not make it. By the time you get to them, they are very dead. Their horses might still be alive, but I don't think you can absorb horse um, <laughs> souls. But you can uh, raise skeletal warriors with the horse. These guys weren't leveled, were they? Nope. They were on a horse bat, so they were just like messengers. They were scouts, yeah. They're not warriors. They have no weapons on them. Mm-hmm. I can ride their horse and double my movement rate. Mm-hmm. But I think they're a little spooked. But their horses are probably... Oh, I, I don't know if their horses are even alive. Maybe, probably. Let's see. Oh, the first horse has 11 HP. The second horse has 15 HP. So it's possible that one of them is still alive. Yeah. Does it? Hmm. Does a ghoul require a year HP? How recently does the body have to be prepared? For what? It's got to be a fresh corpse, right? For ghouls? Yeah. Oh yeah, these are fresh. These are just fresh enough. Um, and if I get four, if I get a bargain, is that how, right? Do I need to collect two more before it's uh, <laughs> buy three, get one free or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's one quarter HP. So these two you could raise with one HP and two souls. And if I wait, I think it, it spoil. They spoil, right? I've got to raise. I should just raise the two right now. You should just raise the two right now. Yeah. yeah. Let's make ghouls. Uh, I think the horses. I don't know what happened to the horses. If we can capture them, they make great sacrifices. But unfortunately, we don't have any leveled uh, warriors around. If one so is bleeding to death. The other is probably fleeing at full speed away from the undead and the arrows that sting its rump. Two years and one HP. And you have two crashes. I now have a total of three. Mm -hmm. Lovely. I will uh, welcome them. Yes. Now, you've, you've made the right decision, boys, switching sides <laughs> in this conflict. Ghouls have HP that gets rolled for rather than a flat amount, but let's not okay. ever bother rolling for HP until they start taking damage because it's just too much to track individual ghoul HP on a global scale, you know? Okay. 
ghoul's roll, is it 1d8 or 2d8? 1d8 plus 5. 1d8 plus 5. Okay. And they can regenerate missing HP when they consume corpses. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, corpse. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, bodies, corpses. That ties into uh, typical ghoul lore quite well. Mm-hmm. And they paralyze on hit. Correct. They paralyze for one round on hit. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, that's much more balanced in the you know, like original <laughs> two two e. It was just like they, they twenty minutes. One turn. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> ten minutes. Minute. It was on the scale of turns, so it's yeah. just like. Okay. <laughs> so if you get touched it's by like, a ghoul and save or get eaten alive by ghouls, yeah, it's rough. <laughs> uh, okay. So, you brought down the two scouts. You're marching on the village. You... Um, do I even know what village this is? I'm sure you know its name. Mm-hmm. It's in one of those books somewhere. You're an educated man. You probably know the names of every one of these baronies about here. Uh, this these... one that you're entering into, we're going to call South Point. Are these uh, fellow Gadians oppressed under the heel of our Eridonian overlords, or are these... All uh, this over here is Eridonian settlements. This whole southern coast. Fate is just, uh... edging... mouse for closer to conquest. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, yeah. So I think we roll into this, so we snuff out the scouts and uh, descend on this village. Yeah, the um, village I, is, is towards the back here. Uh, probably this, like, really light patch, you know, on the coast. I guess it depends how much resistance they put up, because the, the command is now at march, so I don't think they're going to break and start slot- chasing after and slaughtering the villagers. I think the villagers are going to scream and run, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll make it to, like, a keep or something to attack. Maybe they'll try and fight us on the field, but I doubt they can raise a militia of any substance in time. No. Uh, you, like, yeah. As you march into the village, you can see that... Ooh, let's see, hold on. You, the scouts in the forest. No other scouts spot you before you arrive. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you find yourself on the edge of the village, you know, and ent- exiting the woods where the fields are. There's pastures with cattle grazing. The town has a little bit of smoke rising from all the chimneys. The people are going about their days happily, not really knowing what's going on. Yeah. Melsfer has by now realized it's just more comfortable to walk. So Mm -hmm. he's on foot, walking out in the fields, Mm -hmm. flanked by his ghouls, Mm -hmm. and looks, I guess, left and right at the now scores of skeletons. Mm. Um, I think we just move on through the field in through the town. And at some point, I think they'll spot us. Mm-hmm. Quite obviously, right? And I think at our des- I think we're going to move towards whatever uh, uh, seat of power there is here, right? So if there's like a town hall or if there's like a lord's house or, or a keep, and I think we're just going to, yeah, take it before they even have a chance to pull up a militia. So there may be a few house guards, town guards. I guess we'll see. But... Yeah. Well, you move or on in. that pull up pitchforks. I like. I think if a skeleton, if it can walk by, if like it, they're walking right, they're following their skeleton, their skeletons into battle. But if like someone happens to be within one round of uh, chasing and murdering, I, I don't think they can uh, 
suppress their skelly instincts. Yeah. But the object is not to uh, to attack these random villagers. Well, when the villagers see you, the church bells begin to ring. The town is alerted, and they're ready for this. They've been mentally, pre- mentally preparing yeah, for this been duck- invasion. Ducking under their uh, their desks. <laughs> they they duck in cover to avoid the, the skeletons. Uh, and they begin to flee. The villagers tend to just take off immediately. Mm-hmm. There is a small keep pressed against the sea. It has a wall around it, like the last one, a stone wall with mm-hmm. Eridonian construction. There are watchtowers on the corners, and mm-hmm. there are soldiers there, ready. Not a lot, but some. Are they, like, on the walls of the keep that I see? By the time you get within good visual of the keep, there are soldiers on the walls. The bells in the town and the, the castle have been ringing for a little while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, I, I think, like something out of a horrible nightmare or a story they heard, this army of skeletons marches square up to the keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they take arrow shots or do they conserve ammo? The moment you are within range, they open fire. Okay. So are you uh, going to siege the keep? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think our numbers are such that I mean, I don't know how defensible the keep is, but I think with 150 skeletons, you just throw bodies at it until you run, run over the walls. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of defenders here. I kind of want to get into range and talk to whoever's in charge. Like maybe. Ah. Okay. Like if they just hand over, yeah, if they bend the knee and hand over sacrifices, that might be a, an arrangement. But it sounds like they're opening fire when we approach. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we just like set set up this. I'm gonna shoot up the skeletons outside of bowshot range of the keep. Mm-hmm. So maybe take a few pot shots where, as we find out where that range is. And yeah. Then we're just get set Let's up. You said do... it's built into the cliffs? Uh, it's built against the this coast, yeah. Are we not by now, like, here? Yeah, you're, that's definitely where you are, because the keep yeah. is right here at this edge. Okay. Um, so I'm going to make some rolls, some attack rolls for their archers. Um, I'm going to GM roll it. Uh, ooh, that's too many. There we go. So you will, your skeletons have, so at maximum range, there are three hits on your skeletons, which will do, well, insufficient because no one of these hits will kill an eight HP skeleton. I liked, I feel like I saw somewhere a suggestion to uh, make the skeletons resistant to piercing damage. Is that what it was? So resistant to piercing, piercing double weak damage to... from bludgeoning, and normal from slashing? That's a reasonable right. argument to make. So this campaign, I think mostly at my suggestion, because I thought it'd be cool to blow up zombie heads with uh, clubs, mm-hmm. is to do the double damage from bludgeoning rat and just like have full HP. Mm-hmm. I think but resistant I, I to like piercing... I you were mentioned resistant to piercing, and I was like, that sounds perfect. That is a reasonable thing to do. So symmetrical, so balanced. Mm-hmm. Nothing's OP here. Yeah, so the, the first few arrow shots land in and amongst your troops. 
and it'll take you a few minutes to march and on I think them. There's a shout of like hold from the necromancer as the uh, army just like wraps around yeah, the keep. Yeah, right. And uh, we we bring our own archers within range. Um, how far are we from the keep? So did they fire at medium range? They started at long range with the first volley. And and by the time you... Yeah, so the first two volleys, one happens at long, one happens at medium. That's round one. And then the sec, the round two would be you guys start at medium range. Let's see one. Ooh, the second volley has a lot of hits. And a, so I guess probably a few crits. Into, uh, into long range. So they're taking long range shots or medium range shots? They took one at long and one at medium. And if you back up back into long, then that'll just be at long range. Okay. Yeah. And you said you wanted to go parlay? Yeah, but I think what said, so how many more shots are there? Do we lose any skeletons? Let me just make some rolls. Okay. This is a lot. This is a few crits in this one. This is nothing. All right. You lose five skeletons. It's a total. nasty poly. It is um, a, a nasty few volleys. It's two rounds of combat, so four volleys total. And yeah. many of your skeletons um, are lightly wounded, but a few our, of them get, like, critted in the face and yeah. crumble. How many? It's at five. Okay, five so we're die. down to 150. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think in, if that's the case, what, the, our archers will return at least a round, or at least a volley at long range, this would be, yep. right? Yep. That's where you wanted it to be. Well, yeah, we accidentally found medium. We're dropped back to long. The bonus here is I'm just going to do the is it 20 d20s or is it just 1 d20 at a company of dudes? Let's do 20 d20 for now. We're not quite in mass combat siege warfare. I should so, probably do like a greater than. Probably. Because they've got cover behind parapets, which will give them 50%. Um, so I think we're. That's but these are warriors, so three, they get plus four, seven, right? Minus four. So you need a 13 or better to hit them? Yeah, so, so one, two, one, three, four, five hits and a crit. Five hits and a crit, yep. Five d6s, so 66s. Mm -hmm. 26 damage. Ooh, so a couple any dead six archers. is going to kill, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and okay. then the fives are maybe kills. And Mousefur no. issues a command to a warrior nearby, mm -hmm. or a group of them to uh, gather the arrows. And that have been fired at you? That have been fired at us, and gather our arrows and re return them to the uh, to the archers. So like, <laughs> you know, they take shots, they die, we like back Don't. old as we like find the long range. Um, and I think we can, I think we'll wait them out actually here. Like if their archers want to take shots at us from long range, I think we'll, for a couple of minutes at least, we'll eat the shots and fire them back at them. Um, as we like, you know, gear up and take over. This is just like a one dimension or one, two dimensional battle right there up against mm -hmm. a cliff. Yep. The, the ocean. Yeah. Yep. Reduce, recycle, reuse everybody. No, reduce, mm -hmm. reuse, recycle. That's it. Um, um and so in this way, Malsfer is going to feel out the this fortress's defenses. Is it a stone keep? It is stone. Mm -hmm. it's good Erudonian construction. Yeah, with a wooden door. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and you can shout from uh, long range, correct? Mm-hmm. What do you shout? Yeah. Uh, the soldiers of winter knock on your door. You stand upon stolen land. Send, uh, Do you have any white cloth or something that you can wave at them? Uh, I don't think so. I don't mm. think that's... Yeah. It's not your way. I think we're just yelling spooky things at them across a wall um, while we feel them out. Does mm-hmm. it, so do they, uh, do they fire and they continue to fire volleys of arrows? No, when you start shouting at them... And mm-hmm. it's clear to them that they're just like picking up the arrows and firing them back at you. And the, yeah, and I the think, arrows, uh, despite hitting skeletons, really aren't doing very much damage. They're just like grazing. Um, and yeah, the the volleys temporarily stop. And uh, a new head wearing I a feathered uh, cap appears on the banner uh, parapets on the wall. Yeah, I think Malsifer's, uh calls were in Gadian, so to these men, probably an incomprehensible tongue. Mm-hmm. Spooky arcane words, um, but they write that they see the sight, the rank and file of undead mm-hmm. chewing up the arrows they fire at them and spitting them back out. Mm-hmm. And amongst them, a, uh, a a black, yeah, commander. Uh, this feathered, helmeted person takes it off, revealing a golden-haired woman uh, braided back and kind of drapes over one shoulder. She calls out in Gadian to you. I am Serena. Who are you? Trying to get a feel for the scale here. This is is probably 300 yards. So this is a long way as of shouting, right? Uh, what is yield? What stands between the wall and the town? Is it just a open terrain? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are at about 140 yards. Has the forest been cleared? Yeah, yeah, because there you've got the keep against the sea, and then the village and the fields beyond that. So, um, there's no terrain as a, a proper, a good proper keep has. Yeah, clear mm-hmm. line of fire. Sorry, can you repeat and remind me what she said? Uh, she introduced herself as Serena and asked who you are. I am the Lord of Winter. And uh, I think I repeat, she, she spoke Gadian? She spoke it in Gadian. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, res- that, I respond in Eridonian just to throw her for a loop and maybe translate her. So now the other soldiers finally hear no longer gibberish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am the Lord of Winter, and you stand on stolen land, for which no price has had been paid. This is the land of my father, of my mother, of my ancestors. Nothing has been stolen. Lies. Excuse me. Um, hmm. there's a 
there's a ceasefire. Like they've stopped shooting arrows. They have stopped shooting sure. arrows. Yeah, so all the bullets stopped. Our skeletons as well. Mm-hmm. Your fathers and mo- and mothers and their fathers and mothers and theirs and theirs upon theirs took this land from my people. The... Uh, She disappears from behind the wall and a few moments later appears on horseback through the gates flanked by two knights who are also Mm -hmm. on horseback and they ride maybe I don't know 50 yards or so away from the keep still well within like cover range of her of the walls and everything but enough that you know it's an invitation for you to ride forward and speak without mm-hmm. shouting mm-hmm. what do you do uh do you trust her enough to come parlay or do you think that she's gonna unleash all of her archers the moment you step out I do not fear her arrows you don't, huh? <laughs> Famous last words. Um, now I'm thinking if I want to... Yeah. How many riders are c- come up? It's her and two knights. Mm-hmm. On horseback? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I... I think I continue to shout in Eridonian. What? Like, in the minutes that it takes her to mount up and... Continue. Then. The gate, the approach. Yeah. Uh, Mousefur will say uh, that a uh, uh, a uh, sacrifice is owed, a death tax upon this land. Um, Do I even know the name of this village? You're yeah, right. uh, Southern. Ooh, what would we call it? Southern Watch, Southern mm-hmm. South Point. South Point is what it's South called. South Point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. South Point uh, must pay uh, pay in souls, and I think probably by now the uh, riders are approaching. Mm-hmm. Um, flanked by. Skeletal warriors. Oh, actually, no, the ghoul. We've got the ghouls. The ghouls are following at my heels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will walk out in no further than medium range to meet her. Okay, and I will so actually... she's 50 yards away. If you're 140 from her, from the castle, so she comes so out to 90 to from closer you. Closer than what, what's like, is 120 yards? Maybe. <laughs> Um, 60 yards is short range, right? So 180 feet. Oops. Oh no, I lost my... So I'll, I'll stop 200 feet from the castle from, from the castle okay. wall. Okay, and she is 150 mm-hmm. feet from the castle wall. So you're about 50 feet from each other. Perfect shouting, talking mm-hmm. distance, projecting distance. Yeah. Um, and she responds to you saying, I don't know what you mean by your lands. My, I was born here. These are my lands. These are my people. Then do you choose your own soul to sacrifice? 
and I think the ghouls are kind of flanking, out, fanning out behind me. Like she comes out here with her uh, envoy of knights, and I've got these abominations slathering and nip- nipping at my heels. It's just you and the ghouls. Um, I've got my poltergeist because I've got uh, the barda. Right, the- right. The poltergeist she can't see because it's daylight. Mm-hmm. So it's basically invisible. Can it move? The warriors are in the front, but I didn't want to put the warriors into. Yeah, can what move the the poltergeist? Because uh, it's, it's, like ethereal. Not, it's like semi-ethereal. I think it's like in the bardish right now. I could like okay. call it into material being. Right? It's it's present. Right? Isn't it always present? Right. Uh, but it's a, it's an ethereal creature. So direct sunlight forces them to recall the projection from the material uh, world or suffer damage. So it it's probably like hiding inside of you and inside of your bardish right now, about, and you could send it out. Probably, uh, we always it talk about the bardish case, right? I think when the, mm. like the bardish is sheathed, can it? Uh, and maybe it needs to be wrapped in like a black cloth or something. Mm-hmm. That'll work. Right? To yeah. keep it out of sunlight, it can like hide underneath the blanket uh, inside right. the bardish. Yes. Um, yeah. So it is. It takes like damage from direct sunlight. Direct sunlight causes D8 damage per round. Oh, that's rough. That's yeah. Good. Now I need a better, uh, better primary weapon. Uh, meh. It'll be fine. I just fight at night. I mean, I kind of like the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what sacrifice yeah, do you speak of? Close at the end. Yeah. What what sacrifice do you demand? A she death asks. tax. Per annum. Soul's recompense. Your village may choose, or the gods may choose for you. You decide. Can we not be reasonable? You command the undead. You have no need for lands, for fields, for food. What is it you want? Only that which is mine. Only justice. She does not seem super thrilled by this. She was hoping for a better negotiation, <laughs> one that what's maybe a, some peace could be found. But you're asking for souls I mean, and her territory, and you're offering no, no I mean, middle I, I don't ground. Know how bright she is. I think the implication is that she could probably say, get, you know, say, give us several of her villagers. Yeah a year or whatever to be sacrificed and uh, we'll uh, leave her and her keep be. Yeah, right, it's just some not... Curse a... Straight out of a... This could be a quest lead from the other side, right? Undead army shows up at your door, demands soul sacrifices for vague past uh, wrongs committed. Yeah, she's Death's not unpaid. super psyched about this. Why don't you give me a charisma check? That that seems reasonable. Yeah, see if she takes your threat seriously. Uh, she may take it as a as a quest, a call to action, and uh, she would be compelled to volunteer her soul. We'll um, see. Uh, we're gonna roll a charisma check. Yeah. Not Ooh. good. I mean, I th- I think this is yeah. Yeah. This is a. Uh, 
dot, dot, dot. So she doesn't take your threat soup. Well, clearly she's taking it seriously, right? You've got an army of undead surrounding her castle. Um, but this notion of like, I can just pay you some souls and it'll be fine. She's not I think maybe buying. it just doesn't, it's like she doesn't get what, I mean, what, what, I don't know. She doesn't, under, that's not on the table in her mind, right? She doesn't even understand, she can't even I, comprehend what's being proposed. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, like, it's, like, yeah. it's so out of left field for her. It's like, what, huh? So, I'm totally different level. Uh, so, does she like? Does she attack? Does she retreat? Does she like say something? Does she curse me in the name of her false she, gods. She has words for you. I guess certainly. I wouldn't call them false gods, but uh... your name, sir. What is it? Mouse for winter. Call out across the field. And well, Lord Malsifer, I will not give you any of my people. I will not give you any of my lands. If you want them, you must take them. But I warn you, we are well prepared. We are ready to fight. Go somewhere else. Find some other piece of the world to call your own. For Aradon shall never let you stand. She still speaks of Aradon. Right. Mm. Um, how far away are they? 50 feet. They Did they fly out a white flag? Did you say they... No, no, no. Want to, how fast are ghouls? They're on horseback, right? We wouldn't catch them. No, there's no way your ghouls would catch them. But let's figure out that question anyway. Your um, ghouls have movement 12. Into that zombie. 12? Okay. Yeah, and they cannot swim, but they can climb. Interesting. Okay. Alright, then I think she turns tail and rides back to, uh, to the keep. Yes. Um, and and I think. Ooh, hold on. Let me give her like an honor check or something like that. Yeah, when she gets back to the keep, their archers are gonna open fire directed at Malsifer. Uh, yeah, we're retreating. They, mm -hmm. so, um, maybe should we roll initiative to see how long before I'm in long range and then out of range? Good idea. Give me a d10. Oh, and she, when she gets back to the keep. Yeah, yeah okay. she I mean, gets back to the keep and gives like a, a shout and a wave to. I roll a four. Oh, they rolled a four too. Uh, right, they get a, they get a, they take a. They'll get a one volley. volley. Yeah, they'll get one yeah. volley at you at medium range, uh, and I'll roll this one publicly. Sixteen d twenty. Sixteen. There's sixteen archers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, you have what AC? Fifteen AC. All right, so they need to beat a 15. They get plus two for back attack, minus two for medium range. So I think it's just 16 to 20 greater than 15 is the roll. Eight successes, including 
one crit. Ooh, so that's gonna be, uh, we'll do 7d6, and then we'll do 2d6. Uh, okay, so the, crit. the first one, two, three, four, five, six of those are ignored. So we're looking at 11 damage. 11 points of damage, which every single point of that is going to get uh, extracted from this poor uh, Lord Citizens. So um, that, that burns through your entire spirit armor, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Woo! And uh, the army retreats, but we're going, I think the church is where we saw everyone gathering. What church? The church bells were ringing, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, in the village, but the... Yeah, yeah, the church bells have been ringing in the village. So are the people gathered in the church? No, the people have been fleeing. Yeah, they were taken off. I mean, so I think with the armies turning around, leaving the keep, and marching into into town. We're back back down. Oh, my God. All right, the moment she sees your army turn and head for the village, the gates are thrown open, and... 100% 100% of their riders come charging out for you. How but many still, is that? It's not a lot. It's her, four knights, and then just like a couple of regular soldiers thrown onto horseback because they don't have the manpower to fully do this. Yeah. Malsifer jogs and disappears amongst his undead. They won't cry to you. And, right, yeah. yeah. And, uh... I mean, so the command was given to like, you know, fall back to the village. Uh, and then when the gates open, the riders come. There's a you know, turn set firmly to receive charge. So you deal double damage. They set their bones to receive charge. And, um, and this is going to be a pretty quick slaughter. There's no way these five knights and a few normal people are going to survive the the swarm of skeletons. They'll just sort of be absorbed and ripped to shreds, but they will take some with them. Yeah, so let's roll a couple rounds of combat, right? Yeah. You can pretend, why don't you pretend this knight is a lovely PC who has uh, ex- just accepted the quest and uh, charged bravely headfirst into the undead you know, horde? I should get, like, random people from chat to come play these, like, knights that you're, whose villages you're attacking and have them make their own negotiations and try and fight you. <laughs> <laughs> It almost idea. sounds fun. Um, yeah, I just, I know the first person would immediately be like, nope, I'm joining with Malsifer. That's fine. I yeah. want to play more. <laughs> uh, I kneel before you, Lord. Teach me your ways. How do, how do I become a necromancer? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would work. Anyway. I joined the dark side. Uh, okay. Um, how many knights did you say? Against There are her and four knights. So five total, including herself. And, and I think there are endless waves of skeletons. So uh, so many skeletons. But she will... I think she gets first attack because she's charging in, right? Against melee. Yeah, so I think she can uh, do like an overrun with her mm-hmm. horse. Mm-hmm. But we can also like take opportunity attacks with spears as she charges into... Oh, yeah. So here she comes, lance in hand, technically a piercing weapon that does half damage to skeletons, but does double on a charge, so it's a wash. Uh, And her first roll is a 14 plus a whole bunch of other stuff, so that's definitely a hit on a skeleton. skeleton. Yeah. What is a lance? Oh, I need a new sticky pad. 
lance is basically just a spear, right? Uh, oh, here, no, it's 2d4 damage, yeah, yeah. It is a spear, okay. 2d8 when charging from horseback, got it. So 1d8 then, right? Uh, I mean, 2d8 divided by 2, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 8 and... 6 is 14 divided by 2 is 7 damage, uh, plus her strength bonus will, you know, that'll kill one skeleton, crush it immediately. Um, and her horse makes some overruns, I think, as, uh, maybe as skeletons return fire. How many, uh, how many skeletons do you think are in range? Like, four spearmen, maybe? Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, she's charging into the, the whole swath of army. Yeah, so, so how many return, how many get attacks? Probably five or six. Let's call it six for now. Um, but your defenders get attacks of opportunity and need to make saves versus paralyzation or be knocked down. Oh, save versus, okay, we can call it. Yeah, but they get their attacks of opportunity regardless of the, the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's probably two successes, two hits. Yeah. Skeletons fight a plus one. Save versus paralyzation, poison, and death magic is a 14 for a skeleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, so two pass. The others all will take 2d4 because it's take double damage um, of overrun. So eight. Oh. Five, two, five. So one more dead skeleton. Mm-hmm. Some wounded ones. Yeah. Go ahead and make your attacks against her. Yeah. How many is that? How that many? one, two, three, four, five, six. All six again. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty, twenty. Uh, they're at plus two, right? And she has seventeen AC. Yes. So we're looking for a fifteen or higher. Yes. Zero successes. Curve. Um, three knights behind her also run into various sections of the army. Colliding. I mean, they're all trying to like do like a, a V, so they can hopefully hit the same people over and over again. Oh yeah. Um, so the one on the left comes with his lance, with a 13, 14, like it's definitely a hit. The other one misses. The last one scrollers a natural twenty. Um, so the one that didn't crit deals six damage. Uh, divided by two is three. Skeleton, sure, right? it finishes one. The one that scores a natural 20 definitely destroys one skeleton with the lance. No questions asked. And then we need some more overruns. Maybe uh, oh, two more rounds of six? Or, or is it the same? Probably the same group, right? Uh, well, I think anyway. she goes down the middle and then each of them gets like half of it on the side. So let's do three more for each other, right? Oh, no, you're right. Six more. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I like okay. it. Six per. One, That's the right way two to do it. Pa- three passes, two more knocked down, and how much damage? Uh, 2d4 to each that gets knocked down. Okay. So probably uh, not injuring some more. Yeah. Injuring a few more. Um, not quite killing. Uh, that was for the second night, right? Second, yeah. This is second night, so there's still third and fourth night. So roll me another set of uh, <laughs> saves. Uh, oh, so this should be greater than 14. So that was right. none. 
Oh Oops. god. And then these are attacks, right here. Uh, no, those are. That's the other set so of I saves. I okay. all my saves once. So okay, perfect. So roll one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, we can say some of those are duplicates at this point, right? So I I'm... think, yeah, every skeleton should be hit by at least two riders. Okay. So I think six. Was, was that nine more deaths? Yeah, I think we have 12 dead total after this first charge in. Yes. Yeah. But at this um, point, and the skeletons the... can just surround. Yeah, and I was going to say, I send the ghouls in, and I'd say, you know, bring the... Yeah, bring them down alive. Mm -hmm. Surround them! Bring them down alive! And, uh... The skeletons sort of circle around, then I think the ghouls can creep their way to the front, or climb. They climb their way to the front, over the tops of the skeletons. Oh, my and God. And get in there and make some paralyzation attacks. Have the ghouls attack first, because their paralyzation is the most important. Yeah, I've got three ghouls. Uh, they don't they don't provoke OAs by making touch attacks, right? Is that no? That's not no, they're, they're monsters. monsters yeah, yeah, yeah. What is a ghoul's hit bonus? Um. Ghoul's hit bonus is why am I not seeing this? Plus three. Um, so rolling three d twenty. Is that plus three? It's sort of looking greater than fourteen. Uh, but they're on horseback, which actually gives okay. them a penalty to AC from uh, when they're not moving actively. Okay. So the seven will miss. The twenty and the nineteen are crits. Oh my god. Well. Um, yep. Roll me... What is ghoul damage? Only d4, but they have to make saves versus paralyzation. Perfect. Yeah. So, nameless knight number one fails. Nameless knight number two. Eleven is probably a fail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're only third level. They need to be fifth level to pass that. So they get paralyzed. They're paralyzed, and I think passed through the through the army through, you know, from skeleton to skeleton back to Malsifer. Oh, so you're like dragging them. You're not killing them. Yeah, you're... So I think they're they're stunned by the ghouls and then dragged from horseback by uh, by the skeletons and yes. uh, yeah. All right, the two I of them. So maybe the uh, knights get surrounded and they go down fighting. Was that their their plan? They were like, not the villagers, and they made one last <laughs> final run. Suicide by cop. Yeah, that's what's going on here. They're paying the sacrifice, but they're not doing it willingly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So those um, two ghouls, uh, the ghouls will have to keep... They can keep auto-hitting, I think. Um, so these guys will have to keep making paralyzation checks to see if they can not be stunned. Yeah, I think round. one check around maybe seems fair. So yeah. the ghouls, I guess, will be the ones that bring them to me, and the ghouls will hold them down while I drain their HP. Right. So for now, there's still going to be combat going on with the, some riders and the lead knight. We're going to ignore mm -hmm. that for a moment, and we're just going to focus on what's happening with the ghouls. So the ghouls and the skeletons drag two knights 
to Malsifer. They're paralyzed the first round, but they pass their saves on the second. So as they get to you, um, mm-hmm. they begin to flail and struggle and reach for sidearms, but there's hundreds of bony arms on them, so... If this were a PC, you'd give them a strength check or something to break free from the skeleton's grasp. Exactly. Right? Can you give me a strength check for your skeletons at plus maybe like four? I bet there's like five skeletons. Four, four skeletons on a person, so a strength check plus at plus three. three. Yeah. That I seems think skeletons fair. have 14 strength. I. Let me check. Do you believe they have 13? Skeletons 13 or 14? 13. 13 is. Yeah, the warriors have 14 and 15. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So d20 plus 13 plus uh, 3. 24 is a pass, but not great. If he, uh... The other one, the first one rolls a natural 20 on the strength check. Okay. And the second one rolls an 8 and 15 is 13. Good. A 23. Are, good, but not yeah. good enough to break free. But one of them right. breaks free and... Uh, and grabs a weapon. You go running, he grabs a weapon and attacks a skeleton. Ah, uh, he's going for Malsifer. They The skeletons dragged him to his quarry. This mm-hmm. is his chance. So, mm-hmm. we're going to ignore the guy that's being grabbed by the skeletons, and let's do initiative for the six skeletons surround... the No, the four skeletons on this guy, and Malsifer, and this guy. Mm-hmm. Um... This guy is a and middle-aged man. Ghouls, right? Oh, right. And the one ghoul on this person. Perfect. Oh, there's one on him. Are there? Is there? Where's the third ghoul? Is Probably it attacking. Yeah, I think he's yeah. still attacking with the unparalyzed. Someone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or maybe a horse. I said spare yeah. the horses too. So maybe there's a stunned horse. All right. This Let's guy gets a, a 13 on initiative. Oh, we're doing including weapon speed. Uh, then he gets an eight without. It doesn't really matter. I don't okay. think he's gonna I don't last. Know what yeah. Hmm. Let's do it without, for simplicity. Yeah. Well, five. Okay, and then I want to roll for the ghoul as well, right? Mm-hmm. Or do we just have them all resolved first? Roll for the ghoul. He's on a separate round, yeah. Okay. And the ghoul okay. is a seven. Yeah, and yourself? Because um, you're also was, adjacent to this. Was five, wasn't I? Oh, okay. What about the skeletons, then? Okay. One. One. Oh, my God. The skeletons right. go first. They just... But he just broke free. I think he still gets a chance to do something that round, but he doesn't get to attack. Right, so he breaks free, and then we roll initiative, and the yeah, skeletons and get the to skeletons like pursue, and Malsifer withdraws. So I think he's going to be stuck with skeletons between him and me as okay. how the initiative shakes out, right? And he can make an attack. I feel like he gets attacks against skeletons. But yeah. because he lost initiative, the skeletons go first, or like, or he just can't get to get to me without me like provoke like run. Right, the skeletons are moving on after him. Right, he broke free, but they're you know, I guess you could provoke OAs and run at me and attack me. But before he gets any of that, your skeletons get a chance to act. Oh, do they actually? They beat him I in initiative so. pretty badly. Yeah, so there's six of them. Mm-hmm. Sixty twenties. It's at least three hits. At least um, three. Oh, yeah. Um, well, definitely three. I think they're got... just grabbing at him. This is kind of a sad way to go, but I think these are like... Gra- oh, but th- those are provoke OAs, right? They're just grabbing and pulling him? Grabbing and pulling... No, let's just have those be improvised damage to bring okay. him down. Make some attacks. Damage rolls. One, two, three D4s. Yes. One of those might even be a crit. Mm, he's got 17 yeah. AC, so unless the 19's coming from a back attack... It yeah, should, even with the back attack, it's damage. Good. Oh, God. All right. 
He is low. And the ghoul, I guess, comes in. D20 plus three is a 16. Um, uh, is there any chance? Do you want to roll like a 1D or like? Yeah, give me a 1D8 for his positioning. One is in front, uh, yeah. four is in back. Okay. Seven is so, going to be front and left, so no no back yeah. attack. So that okay. scrapes so against the armor. Misses, right? mm-hmm. Our brave, brave knight sees Malsifer disappearing into a horde of skeletons. Bring that one to me, and to I, I shout to the ghoul who has uh, subdued his other companion. Um, the knight will provoke all the OAs as he <laughs> tries to push his way through the skeletons. Give me, uh, I don't know, like ten attacks ten against ghoul, him. Right? Yeah, one ghoul and ten skeletons as they they try and drag him down or rip him to shreds. Uh, okay, so there's skeletons. Two hits. Looks like only two hits. R two d four. Oops. R. He's at 8 HP right now. You I've, bring him down to um, 3. And then the ghoul. Oh, oh not, with the slash. No, 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 no. 13 mess. So he wades through the... Uh, Shove skeletons the aside. They scrape mm-hmm. at him. They claw. They draw blood. He brings his sword up and down in a slashing motion at you, Malsifer, with a natural 20 to hit! Uh, modify, he's got his level 3, so plus 2, plus 1 for specialization. It's a modified 23. Does he hit you? Does he crit you? You killed me. Is it a Not single? Like it's, this, is it 2d8 damage against you? Um, 2d8 plus 2? Why would it be plus 2? You're saying it's specialist? Uh, specialist, yeah. Um... Shit. I mean, yeah, I've got a chain. It's 15 AC. He rolls um, a 23. So fifth, that is a single crit. first and had an acted. So I yeah, think it's only yeah. right that I get an... I should have gotten an attack first. Or at least to, to defend myself. Right, I... I total defense? What, what were you going to do with your turn? I, you said you moved back I to, and shouted. I wanted, to, I wanted to drain life from these knights, and one of them woke up mid-drain life. Oh, I see. So I guess maybe I've started draining life on the other one, and he interrupts it. Uh, all right, well, how quickly do you drain life? It's like one every two. Isn't it one every two? HP drains at a rate of two per round, so you gain one HP per round. Okay. Sure, so you've gained one HP by, like... That was what set him off anyway. So I'm at, still only at seven. Um, 15 AC, right? 15 AC, yep. So 23 is definitely a crit. So it rolls 2d8. That's a... I mean, I guess... Yeah. I guess I'll probably live, but what are these poor skeletons going to do while I'm unconscious? (laughs) Well, but won't Uh, you bleed to death? Oh, maybe. Well, we'll find out. I'm currently draining life. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, a heavy hit into Malsifer's body. And he goes down in the army of skeletons around him. Um, this um, poor knight think... will definitely die. He's at, what did we say, three, two HP by the time he gets to you? Oh, my poltergeist should have been spawning and intercepting. But uh, poltergeist is even still up. It is up. Enacted. Yeah. With HP. Should have blocked that attack. How would it block it, though? The attack could go right through the poltergeist. 
Maybe um, it could give him a penalty to hit, but that's still, even if it's a penalty yeah, of two, it's still a crit. Yeah, so Malsifer loses consciousness. Uh, in the next volley, I think this this knight who's got like one HP is going to go down. Yeah, he's definitely going to go down. Um, you can go ahead and make eight attacks around him because you've got him surrounded by skeletons yeah. and ghouls. Uh, he's definitely going to die here. Um... Yeah, giving oh, a crit. Yeah. How much HP did he have? Two. Oh God. So seven minus. So I'm brought to negative eight, and I think there's. Can the poltergeist? Is the poltergeist smart enough to come material and bandage me? It's sunlight, so it may even like. Uh, it has simple intelligence, mm -hmm. which is the same as your skeleton warriors. Can it bandage you? Oh! Like with a dying command. There's no way to even be. St yeah, I'm just gonna bleed out here without any uh, anyone living to. Uh, without a living stabilize. body nearby, without a Lilith to protect you. I'm like I brought down as I'm clutching this guy, draining life from him. But I guess that's a bit much to try and argue that that would. That the drain life continues even while you're yeah. dying? The that first seems... three ghoul attacks never will damage, chat says. I don't want to retcon at this point. I think Malsifer loses consciousness and we're at the mercy of, uh, of our DM here. Um, that's a cool to crit that never will damage, yeah. The ghouls never roll damage on their hits? Are we sure about that? Yeah, I see the 3d20 for their hits. One of them, I mean, they're two crits, right? So they should have done 2d4 damage on those crits. I don't see any 2d4 damage rolls in here. That would and definitely have enough, killed I mean, the knight. And I am standing, oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. That, would, uh, yeah. that was the end of my thought. It would have killed the knight had we rolled that damage, yeah. Hmm. How do we feel about the correcting a mistake three rounds ago that changes the outcome of the game? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if that's a way to play. I mean, that's not how I would. I wouldn't retcon. Like you, I are. wouldn't retcon either. We never retcon. We just yeah. live with our mistakes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Do we want to go to a break and chat off stream, or are we deciding something now? Let's let's I make mean... a decision now. Okay. Um, why don't you? What would be the most fun and interesting way to do this? Um, roll the ghoul damage. Let's just see what it is. Mm-hmm. Let's get all of our information out here. Ghoul the... D4, so it was one... There were two ghoul attacks against him, right? Uh... Did either of them receive D4 damage? This guy got crit by a ghoul on round on the first ghoul attack, so he should oh, take 2D4. Right. 20... It was 20 plus 3, 23 against 17 AC. And there was 16 no. AC, yeah, he's definitely crit. There was no 2D4 after that, okay. Right. So 2D4 damage? Yeah. Is, three. Oh. is that his HP? Yeah, it's, he has two HP, so he's definitely going down by mm -hmm. a good margin, by a margin. Um, and let's see, there were the ten attacks, including the second 
ghoul that tried to strike at him, which was a rolled a 13, plus two for back attack would make a 15. That's still not going to hit. None of these attacks well, we were plus two with hit. initiative. That we were kind of all. I mean, I'm kind of okay with him waiting through this. Uh, let him be the hero, right? He wades through the, uh, the skeletal mm-hmm. army and gets his crit off on Malsifer. Mm-hmm. Who goes down? Yeah. I think this all works. I think he goes down and Malsifer is in the middle of draining this other knight's life. The the real ruling here is does the Malsifer, while he's like dying, continue draining life? Because if so or does the fact that you're getting healed while you got while you dropped, does that like stabilize you? It's a weird instance. Like how often do you need to usually you wouldn't I don't know. Does it interrupt? healing because gaining life from any source from magical healing brings you to one hp when you're below Mm -hmm. so if you're draining life when you're hit does Mm -hmm. it just drop you to like stable at zero i think that sort of makes sense because you're actively like you're pulling things out of you so you get hit by this blow and fall to the ground while you're gaining life i think you're dropped stable at zero in the middle of the horde of undead. Yeah, and is there, do you think a roll would even be required, or it's just like you're healing while you go, that seems, I don't want it to be imbalanced, you can like be healing someone to keep them, right, like if you're if you're casting a Cure Light Wound spell on someone the same round, they get reduced to negatives, would you rule that they're stable? I think they're stable, I think that the like, imagine a situation where there's like someone who's like in, partially in a fire and the cleric can't pull them out of the fire but they can just keep channeling a, a healing spell mm-hmm. so that the flames burn and heal back and forth and it's sort of like this weird like some sort of purgatory where you're got one foot in heaven and one foot in hell at the same time mm-hmm. I think that's the situation we run I into I, where Malsifer's I just I think if we don't want Malsifer to die here there's plenty of hand wavy ways to uh, or narratively make, make this yeah. make sense Yeah, I think you go down conscious or unconscious, but stable. That one knight gets ripped to shreds. The other knights will eventually die too. They will take out some number of your creatures and then your army will... The part that was fighting the knights will stand over your body because that's the last action that they had while those that weren't fighting the knights continue on to the village. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we take a break here now that we've sorted this out? And we will come back on the other side with some more Dicing with Death. Uh, Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Malsifer, you will wake up to the sunshine on your face. Uh, (laughs) Spit a dirt and blood out of my mouth am i am i on the same battlefield that you I have not moved an inch yeah um, are the dead are the dead still around me or have they like since wandered off and oh nope they're wrecked havoc on the countryside they have no will of their own they fought and once their enemies died they just stood there waiting for a new order um, so is there am i is the dead knight like on top of me next oh the dead knight well the dead knights are nearby. Uh, they are. There's not much left of them. The ghouls have been feasting on them for the past 24 hours. Do they chew through bone? No, no. They they eat the flesh. Oh, they might perfect. break the bone and suck out the marrow, 
Um, mm -hmm. But it still leaves the bodies intact for raising. So they're like the perfect tool for uh, playing these uh, warriors to make warrior skeletons. Mm -hmm. But then you just run do out have, of uh, compostables. Do I have a nasty longsword wound? Is yes. That, is that what happened? Yes, you do. What, am I at zero HP? One HP? What happened? You're at one am HP. I, I... It has been 24 hours that you've okay. been laying here in the sun. You're also sunburned on any part of you that might be exposed. Badly sunburned. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's okay. Jasper's pasty. That'll just take off. You know, you'll just get cancer and die slowly. It'll be it's fine. <laughs> the Lord of Winter coughs. Coughs up some blood. And... Uh stumbles over to the uh skeletal warriors and i guess does it count how many uh skeletons died in that in that uh cavalry run so we lost i think it was 12 in the first run mm -hmm. how many more of those but did the others do before you know 25 more died before the knights were all brought down okay and how many knights are there they're left or how, how many knights went down like how many are recovered four knights and two other riders came in they're all dead now the ghouls mm -hmm. have been munching on the three knights that they were attacking mm -hmm. uh how much can a ghoul eat in a day is the new question <laughs> probably not that much they they Good question they do have limits to how much their belly can hold right i don't think they mm -hmm. ever stop being hungry but i think you know, they don't necessarily take off huge mouthfuls. That's probably like nibbling and chewing on bones and sucking out marrow. And I don't even want to think about the digestion process and the removal of extra foods. Mm -hmm. Do I know? Do we know what level these warriors were? Were they at uh, least third? So there they could be. Let's see. Wait, skeleton greater or skeleton medium warrior? Is there a level requirement for skeleton warriors? Yes. Where did that go? I'm not. Oh, did I, I not? This oh. level is commander, uh, which I don't have access to. Greater warrior should be at least first level. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Greater skeletons should be first level, at least. Okay. That's what it used to be, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we need large animals. I was hoping for their horses, but those are probably dead oh, by those now. Those are so dead. Yes, the flies are buzzing around the battlefield <sighs> over the, the bodies. I have flies. I think I can probably get some fly soundtracks here. Um, and mouse fur. I think leaning against his uh, leaning against the uh, dead, he will stagger down into the village. Okay. Where's our new looking hand? for uh, for food? What? Where is the? Oh, that's why I came won't play. Alright, these flies don't work for us. <laughs> these are other insects. That's not gonna work. Alright. Here we are. You make your way to the village and 
it is exactly what you would expect if an army of skeletons came through the village. There are a few bodies of villagers lying around. It looks like most of the village managed to escape between the time that the army arrived, went to the castle, and then came back to the village. Mm-hmm. Looks like they mostly took off, but the stragglers, the old, the weak, the sick, those that went back for precious possessions or tried to overload their carts, they're left behind. More um, importantly, the castle walls still look to be manned. And uh, you will notice there are a lot of arrows in the battlefield all around you. Oh. Lots and lots of arrows everywhere. But those not collected? <laughs> uh, no. These are arrows that were fired after you went unconscious, after all the knights went down. It looks mm-hmm. like the archers on the walls fired everything they had into your mm-hmm. your troops until they ran out. Okay. Um, I think we we want to return to Winter's Reach to get back to our livestock, to our rats and chickens. Mm-hmm. Bringing these warrior skeletons with us. Um, but I think I will dispatch the army to uh, capture stragglers and bring them living back to Winter's Reach. Can warrior skeletons obey a command that complex? Ooh. Like, bring living people back to uh, back to Winter's Reach? Back warrior to skeletons have simple intelligence. That means their navigation, if told to cross the river, they'll look for a suitable crossing place. They can follow instructions like take a right at the first intersection and enter the third room on the right side, walk five miles down this road... Uh, tie up these people. So you can say, cap, take these people to this place, but they don't understand abstract concepts like home. Yeah. Um, like to, to, yeah, but I, what about uh, capturing? You could say capture mm-hmm. and bring to like this village or this room or place within sight, and then you could like collect them later, mm-hmm. perhaps but they wouldn't be able to find their way back to Winter's Reach on their own. They're not quite that smart. Your skeletal commander is what you need for them to be able to obey that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when do you get skeletal commanders? Way later. Oh, that's not until 10th level. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Can your ma- I think your skeletal mage you get sooner. They also... Oh, specialists also have advanced intelligence, and you get them... At seven. Okay. That'll work. Oh yeah, commanders have complex. So at seventh level, you'll get specialists, which can perform like complicated tasks like construction and abstract thought and hold concepts like this and can like issue commands, but they're not really combat characters themselves. Um, So starting at seventh level, you'll start being able to handle these issues. Hmm. But we're not there yet. I wonder if my army could just take this keep. A hundred skeletons? You'd probably climb over the wall. Mm-hmm. The warriors could throw the arrows right back at them. 
I didn't want to mm -hmm. siege this place. I wanted uh, them to farm souls for me. But I think... Uh, it seems like the... So I guess we searched the village, and it seems there's no living left. They've all fled. Yes. Or are there, or are there a few people? No, the, the village is... If they're hiding, you don't know about it. But mm -hmm. to the best of your knowledge, the village is emptied of living people. Maybe a couple of dozen archers up there. Hmm. Like, what are the chances if I leave this keep alive that they get their populace back together and uh, functional again? Did I just ruin this whole village? So I guess they could come back and take it over again if you left it alone. Mm -hmm. It's intact. It could function as a village if it was repopulated. Mm -hmm. Hell, you could I'm... move your populace here. It's a better village. It has real houses, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. I like Winter's Reach. Um, so I think we'll uh, march the army back. Uh trying to find life on the way. So maybe we should detour here. Uh, let me bring up the map for us all. Like cut through this uh, this tile mm -hmm. and see if there's any uh, sacrifices there. I think this time we'll be sending our skeletons. Skeletons first? Yeah, so we're making our way back to Winter's Reach like this. Yeah. Um... Uh as you arrive whoops, in this next village, you can see that it is recently abandoned in a hurry and in a panic. Hmm. Very recently abandoned. But that means um, all the warriors, all the knights that would have been in this village have now been pressed into service elsewhere. There's no uh, livestock left behind, are there? There is some. There are uh, mostly chickens and things that are difficult to herd. The large and easy to move animals were marched on out. But mm -hmm. the like, you know, I have 700 chickens in my coop. I can't carry the coop with all the chickens in it, so I'm just going to grab what I, you know, three chickens in each hand and run sort of mm -hmm. thing. So you have small game everywhere, or small animals everywhere. Mm -hmm. Pigeon coops are still well fed. They're pecking around. Goats are gone, sheep are gone, cows are gone. Um... I think we'll rest, Mousefur will rest in this village for eight hours. I don't know whether it's day or night. It'll be day when you arrive, and you'll rest through the night. Through the day and the night, or just... Yeah, because it's late uh, afternoon by the time to, you get here. Just to be just to be human. I'll have to scrounge up something to eat. I don't know if I have rations on my sheet, or if we're just eating those chickens. You can eat the chicken. Yeah. Yeah, you can make a fire and can make a cook skeleton, a chicken. Make a chicken. Yeah. 
You wouldn't want to eat it raw. Not even Malsifer likes raw chicken. <laughs> hmm. And... I think we're going to fall back and get some large livestock, raise those warriors. Yeah, so we're going to continue withdrawing to Winter's Reach. It'll be another... Eighteen miles. Can we do that on a long day? Or is that a... You can do eighteen miles in a long day. Yeah. yeah. I think through a forest, you probably do... You don't but do 24 miles. You probably do like, yeah, yeah, you can do I'm intimately familiar with, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can do it. The game trails and stuff. The yep. skeleton army may lag behind. Yep. The mouse for get home and reconnect with the hunters. It has been one, two, three, four, five days since you left Winter's Reach. Mm -hmm. Has anything account. transpired here? Nope, everything back in Winter's Reach is just as peachy as you left it. Um, the hunters have been taking a break because they've all been heavily drained and they need some time to recoup. You can okay. see they're all gathered out front in the little patio in front of the tavern. Um, okay. They all look fairly drunk. Uh, is it South Point? Is that the name of that town? Yes. The Blumwood, east and south to South Point, have uh, our clear for scavenging, I'll say to uh, Hannibal. And I think that we ought to uh, put up some watchtowers for your men, or maybe for other scouts. See that it's done. And I'll leave them be. I don't think I need to drain them this time. Hmm. How are you going to regain your HP? Are you going to do it all through natural means? I want the souls of my enemies, but they just won't sit still. Mm -hmm. Is there another approach you should take then? Maybe a less direct approach? Mm. Or a more cunning approach? <clears throat> I think... Perhaps... Let me... Perhaps there is. Let me see. There is. There's a spell. Here it is. I couldn't see it because of the formatting. Mm. I can't tell if it's a fifth or sixth level spell, but either way, I should have it. Hold essence. That's a six-level spell. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so I'll go to see Lilith when I return. Oh, I wanted to see... I wanted to raise those warrior skeletons. Is mm. it okay that we drag their bodies back to Winter's Reach? Yeah, that's fine. There were, like, three skeletal knights or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, three... Four knights, right? The... What was her name? Uh, Ser Serafina? 
Something, mm -hmm. it wasn't Seraphina, but it's something along those lines. Mm -hmm. um, yes, you can get her and her assistants, her retinue knights. What kind of armor did they have? Breastplates and chainmail. Good Eridonian metal, too. Breastplates, uh, you say? Mm hmm. Does that increase AC? Can I upgrade my armor? Absolutely. The breastplate gives 5 AC, and the chain limbs mm -hmm. give 2 for a total of 17. Uh, and you have collected a few breastplates now from a few different knights that you've this killed. This is the first. No, the, la the ones I had was all chain. Oh. But, well, I, that's all I had. I had been assuming it was just chain, but maybe not. Well, what um, size is Malsifer? Let's see if any of this stuff fits he's you. A medium-sized humanoid. Uh, he's a tall man with 14 strength. Do you want to give me like a height six, and weight? 6'2", 180. So it's probably pretty average knight size, I would guess. Okay. So I'm just going to roll randomized characters and tell okay. you their height and weight. So the first knight is 5'5 and 139 pounds. That's the leader. Um, the second one is 5'11, 166 pounds. You said Close. you're 6'2"? Yeah. And one what? One... 180 is what I have for okay. character sheet. The third is under four, under five feet tall. That's not going to work. And the fourth is 5'8", 144 pounds. So one of them is pretty damn close. It's maybe a little small. Um, but I've been... But you're um, not... Uh, I'm probably em a little emaciated at the moment. I can you're not a thick man, are you? Down. No. I think no. you can fit into this, even though you're a little bit bigger. Um, maybe eventually you'll want to get it like resized to be more comfortable, mm -hmm. but this will work in a combat situation. Uh, let's say it gives you discomfort to wear it, though, and if that ever comes into play, we'll figure it out then. I don't want to set a mechanical thing for discomfort, but we'll sort <laughs> Is it. There, uh... There's no one in town who can work with this stuff, correct? No, no. Your one blacksmith only has one arm now. Oh, yeah, but we can uh, necrograph next level. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mousefur goes to visit Lilith. Uh, presumably she's in her workshop. Mm-hmm. She the sees army you arrive. Somewhere out in the Blumwood. With two HP. She, uh... Probably still one. I've been, like, marching, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, but you spent a night in the next town over. Yeah. And yeah. you were riding on your skeletal, your zombie elk, so mm -hmm. you can be at two. I don't, whatever, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so I will get my wounds tended. Mm-hmm. Did she even ask uh, where we've been? Just, uh... Not at first. You know, she will Treats gather the that scars without asking. Or without, without if asking you want, it, if you want her to know, you'll tell her, right? Mm -hmm. um, so she does nothing but tend to your wounds, patching this up. You know, murmuring, "My, my, it's a lot of arrow wounds." Uh, mm -hmm. Seeing the massive scar, probably I think it's like on your side, from your shoulder down to like the back of your hip. Is mm -hmm. that where that sword cut through your armor? Uh, murmuring to herself about the, the depth of the wound and how it must have taken a very strong person to rip you thusly. Mm hmm Yeah. Well. Hmm. 
what are you gonna do? Um, yeah, so I'll get patched up. And then I will muse about these uh, more cunning approaches that you were uh, incepting in my head. Mm. And I'm going to ask Lilith if she had... Yeah, that I, tell, I guess tell her that I need uh, the heart of a uh, small mammal. The rats would uh, do well. Or perhaps <sighs> uh, bats would be better. Ooh, but- could do she, I guess any I guess coyotes or like mm-hmm. foxes, wolves. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What have we got? And so I guess we'll uh I will I'll see how her uh um what would you call it? Taxid taxes zoology. Taxidermy? Yeah. She Whatever. walks over to a selection of jars and mm-hmm. pulls out some small creatures. Uh, or just like bring some jars over and sets them before you. One of them has a, a few rats in it. Let's see. Some of them have non-mammals. We're not going to worry about them. Uh, let's see. Does she have a bat in here? Not super likely. No, no bats. But she does have rats. I need yeah. bats. You, you should think of a way to collect bats. Or do you have any? Do you have any? Uh, know anyone on the black market? You can. Uh... The bat market? Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm. right. I do but believe I think... there's um, an old bridge down one of the game trails, a small wooden one that mm-hmm. has bats who live under it during the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whenever you are done with her, she will go see if she can't round up some bats. So... I'm going to heal up. I'm going to raise those uh, warrior skeletons. Let me check what that takes. Large animals. Um, yeah, so we'll uh, pull out the cattle for this or whatever we've, mm-hmm. whatever we've been saving. The pigs. Pigs are large, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, pigs are medium, point? actually. Pigs are medium? Yeah. So cows. You need cows or, or horses. Mm-hmm. Let's see. livestock. I don't have any cows or horses noted, so we're going to have to tax people. Okay. There are a few cows left in town. Not a lot. Uh, Let's see. Skeletons. Greater large animal five years. Ooh, need more souls. I have a question. Mm-hmm. With this hold essence, if I bring with me the uh, materials, can I like use them later? Like, so I could, can I? I could use the spell, but have, I could have like backups in in a pocket, right? But you can only hold one at a time. I'm not yeah. right. So if you want to keep like a jar of bat hearts on you, you could have one essence held, become mm-hmm. a bat, cruise somewhere else, and then recast the spell once mm-hmm. you land by pulling out a bat heart from a jar. <laughs> Perfect. Just what I wanted to do. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
Although wolves are pretty spooky too. I could get a mystery jar, just have a bunch of hearts of a bunch of small small mammals and the blood all mixed together. Mm. You never know. This could be a great magic item, right? You pull out a, a roll on a random table of uh, small and tiny mammals. Mm -hmm. All right, but I need to sacrifice some years and some livestock for to be precise. So we're going to return to Winter's Reach and heal and whatnot for a couple of days. Okay. All right with you. Yes. When you arrive back in Winter's Reach itself, there is a bit of a surprise waiting for you. Um, where is it? Oh no, I lost my surprise when I had to close all my browsers. Oh no. <laughs> Hold on, let we me find cattle it. ranchers out in the plains. That's what we need. Zombie cattle ranchers. Uh, yes. Uh, <clears throat> Norman is here. Mm, the carpenter. The carpenter, yes. Uh, he's here with... I don't have a name for any tanners or anything. So it's just Norman with Lord Rosegrove. Uh, they're standing in your main hall, your main entryway. Let's go take a look. Oops, that is not your place. This is Winter's Reach. Mm-hmm. Let me bring us to the right spot. They're standing in this, this foyer right here. And they have a large tarp or cloth draped over something. What have we here? Their creepy lord says as he uh, mysteriously returns to the estate after having been uh, waging war in the in the Blumwood for the past couple days. Lord Rosegrove clears his throat and says, Ahem. Uh, Norman here wanted to do something for you, something special for you. Uh, <clears throat> I feel I should let Norman speak for himself, though. Norman? And he motions to the nervous carpenter. This is the guy who I think saw you as a drunk very early on, right? As a, He was the guy that came to fix the house, right? When, right. Uh, Norman and when Edgar came out. to fix your house way back yeah. when. Um... And Norman says, well, my lord, I... You've done so much to reclaim the glory of old Gadia. I thought, what does a lord need? A manor? People? An army? A throne? And he rips back the tarp, revealing a throne that he has constructed. It's mostly wood, but it has bones for armrests and like little skulls on the ends where you can rest your hands, and like skulls, skulls on the back <laughs> corners up here. And he immediately says, are they, human? "They are. There yeah. were uh, some leftover parts from the cemetery that couldn't be matched. I I, I kept these aside uh, as long as well as a few." Other bits of animal bone here and there. Can you roll uh, an artistic ability or woodworking proficiency for me, Neil? Yes. Here, I'm going to give you a carpenter check for this. Okay, carpentry. 29. 29. Do I to roll an, uh, an artistic uh, appreciation check to see if I can appreciate the quality of this work? If you would like to, you may. No, that's or... fine. It's a, it's a fine throne. 
Yeah, it's not fully bone. It's just bone on the arm with heads that you can rest your hands on and heads on the on either side of the shoulder of the chair. Other than that, it's a, a wooden chair. It's sitting right here on the carpet. Oh, right, right here on the carpet. Right in the front door. Mm-hmm. Is this where it goes now? Uh, no, no, says Lord Rosegrove. We just thought this would be the most appropriate place for you to, to see it. Uh, where would you like it moved? We didn't really build this place in the throne room in mind. It's more of a manor house. Um, I don't know. Where's the logical place to put a throne? Not in the parlor, is it? Probably in the hall, right way in the back. Probably like way back here, right? Oh, yeah. Way back here is the perfect place for it. Yeah, a little throne of bones there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lord Rosegrove, Tomas, and Norman will move the throne, opening doors and getting it into position. It's heavy. The throne itself, the wooden part of it, is decorated with the Blumwood. So, like, your back leans against this, like, canopy of trees, and there's small critters carved into it here and there, and uh, weird, like, ghostly visages of people floating around in the the wood in the, the forest itself. The side pieces that your arms would rest on have like panels and those show like the cliffs that surround the keep. Um, and the back of the chair has the the orange grove on it. Orchard. The orange orchard. Oranges now. Well, what a perfectly creepy throne. Just what I always wanted. Norman looks at you. Is, is it to your liking, my lord? Hmm. I nod approvingly. Fine worksmanship. Hmm. How does, uh, how does Norman get, is he like expecting a tip now or something? <laughs> this is a gift. <laughs> this is just, yeah, just his soul. Yeah. <laughs> just his I, soul. I, I don't know, shake his hand and, uh, it is a fine throne, and uh, have we moved it to the back, or is yes. it still? Yeah, I'll practice sitting on it. Is it trapped or anything? Do I get a? It I... is not trapped. Mm-hmm. But give me a, a dex check to sit on the throne properly if you're going to practice this. You know, you got to oh, yeah. get your your graceful dex lordly smack. sit proper. Oh, this it should be charisma. charisma. You're right. It is charisma. How does a lord okay. sit down? Well, not, not like that. All. You don't just plop into the throne, <laughs> Malsifer. Yeah. I'm a young lord. I've got much to learn. Mm-hmm. Your your lordly sit needs some work, but you'll get there eventually. Lord Rosegrove, I require uh, sustenance if any of the villagers would like to make sacrifices. And I uh, lean back in my throne and... Uh, Perhaps wait for Lord Rosegrove to bring uh, villagers by to he- in- improve the healing process. He I guess shoes ears. I need to. Let's get up to full HP and then we'll figure it out. Okay, so we. Oh, and we also need those uh, those warrior skeletons. Yeah. Uh, he shoes. 20. What's his face out of the room? Mm-hmm. And uh, retreats to the village to bring you some. 
Last time was hunters, but I think they were still recovered, right? So we'll see who he comes up with this time. Yeah. Uh, this time he brings you farmers, marked farmers. Mm -hmm. Who are brought before uh, Lord Winter atop mm -hmm. his throne. I think this time maybe one at a time, or are they all brought in a, in a group? He lets you know when they have all gathered in the front and asks you how you would like to bring them in. I guess we can just line them up and do it assembly line style. Probably shouldn't sacrifice these ones for their souls, but that could ease this uh, strain of year. And I think maybe we'll be more gentle on these guys. So if I do one, farmers probably only have a couple HP. They probably have five on average. Mm hmm. So getting two from each is even pushing it. Mm hmm. Like one even. Uh, Freaking farmers. may regret even doing this but I'm so low alright and I think we, we'll just line them up uh, Congo line and they will uh, yeah do you do them all at the same time or do you bring them in one at a time you can't mass drain right not yet you can't hmm I think I guess they'll come. They can come into this back hall one at a time. Okay. And approach the throne. Okay. The uh, Mousefer will command them to uh, come here and to uh, kneel to their lord. And uh, you know, in these times of war, we must all uh, make sacrifices to the gods of winter that they may rally their banners and protect us in these trying times. You must do your part. Come closer. And I beckon the villagers to me. One, one at a time. At a time. Brain, I think two HP from them. Like I, I don't want to We can knock. average two, yeah, over yeah. the whole. Okay. Any unfortunate accidents? I guess Give me a intelligence check to make sure you don't make any mistakes. I guess if they're yeah, if they're marked, I don't want to sacrifice them. Right. Um, I think my int is twelve. Twenty. No. There's one mistake. There's one person who drops unconscious at your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a d100 to see what percentage way through the process this person is. Early Eleven. on. Oh, yeah. So they had like one HP. <laughs> the, yeah, they were maybe a, a four HP farmer, and you drain four of their life to take two of your own, and he falls unconscious at your feet. Lord Rosegrove looks at him and looks at you. Uh, take him out the... There's another door, right? So we can just take... Yeah, take him yeah. into a side room and bring me the next one. So I guess we'll leave this guy to like rest up in a guest room or like on sure. a... Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, the next person comes on in. Do you bring Lilith to heal him? 
Uh, I think I tell Rose, maybe Rosegrove brings him down to the chapel and he'll just mysteriously wake up on a pew in the in the chapel in town. Okay. We'll see. We shoot him out the back door so that the, the next person doesn't see an unconscious. Uh, perfect, perfect. Uh, how many years and how many, so how many people did we say? How many farmers were brought? Uh, how much life do you need? I came staggered back at two out of 22. So you need, if you're gain, you need 10 farmers then. So he probably brought you 20 and only the first 10 come in. Okay. 10 years that will take, but it will bring me to full. Mm-hmm. I think it's still best to conjure the spirit armor. Oh, and then holding essence takes three HP per, right? So that's the limiting factor? Yeah, hold essence will hold three max. But I think spirit armor is so good that you can't not have it up at this level, right? Right, it's always better to have that damage soak than the extra HP. At this level, it certainly is. Yeah, so I'll conjure spirit armor. And uh, in the next day, we'll want to raise those skeletal warriors. So that's another 25 years. And are we able to gather up four cows in town? Yes, you can gather up four cows, but this there's maybe like one or two left. You yeah. are you are reaching your very end of your limits. Mm hmm. Hmm. Well, we will at least raise those four skeletal warriors, skeletal knights. Oh, my armor. I need to get, yeah. Yeah, so I will upgrade my own armor as well. We talked about that earlier to uh, chain, uncomfortable uh, chain and uncomfortable breastplate. Mm hmm. Chain, let's see, chain limbs are 20 pounds. I'll look at your economic sheet. Chain limbs and uncomfortable breastplate. Uncomfortable, yes. Um, and we will uh, collect these small mammal hearts and plan maybe a better way to feed. we're probably not going to get to that adventure this week. I don't think so. But uh, I think that's more or less the plan. Some close ones today. But mm -hmm. we are back in Winter's Reach, and I think it's full life. Yes. Uh, within the first day of getting back to Winter's Reach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your wounds are tended to. They're, they're stitched up and then healed over, so there's very little scarring from your wounds. Um... The next day or so, you will be brought a collection of five bats by Lilith. Hmm. Oh, the whole things? Yeah, she just brings you five bats. Uh, mm -hmm. you did, did you specify hearts? Uh, I guess I need, I need hearts and blood, so the whole creature is fine, right? Okay, yeah. Um, 
What's the best way to transport this though? Like in a jar for like a quick shot or uh, I'll have to think on how to uh... <laughs> take your like your shots of bat hearts floating in bat blood. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. By drinking the blood and eating the heart of a smaller mammal. Yeah. Yeah. So she can if you tell her your needs, she can create you little portable shots. <clears throat> um, I'm going to give Lilith a Potions. fun check, which is the equivalent of a charisma check, which she passes. And if you tell her your needs, she actually brings you um, not sweetened, but, you know, jello, jello shots of hearts and blood. <laughs> uh, there's no sugar added to it. It's just sort of like a gelatinous substance. Mm hmm. That's right. Okay, so basically, uh, bat potions. Mm-hmm. Bat supplements. <laughs> this is to, uh, yeah, reinvigorate me after I've, uh, yeah. Slowly but surely, Malsifer is becoming Batman. He only travels at night. He's got wings and all sorts of equipment. Hmm. Yeah, so I think the plan will be, so we need souls. We're, uh, We're back down into mortal territory. So I think we're gonna swoop in under cover of night. Maybe mm -hmm. target uh, lords and ladies. Eridonian mm. lords and ladies. And that will be our and next drain. session? Then? Yeah, drain their, drain their souls. Mm, lovely. Feed. Well, that is going to be it for Dicing with Death today, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. We should probably not be quite so sloppy with our mass combat in the future. Yeah, I think the trouble was we switched from mass to, I mean, this was kind of, I suggested that yeah. a while ago. And this was kind of an example of where it went wrong, right? Like we were pretty sloppy and switching from mass level combat to, uh, Typical initiative and yeah. Well, yeah, that's what happens when we expect it to go smoothly. <laughs> yeah, well, this was uh, took a dramatic turn. Mm -hmm. The winter gods intervened and spared their uh, prodigal son. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, Malsifer trudges on. Uh, do we want to level up, or are we? Is a defeat not kind of experience? When was the last time you? What did you do? That was worth leveling. I, I desperately want you to level because I want to play with all of these more, all these abilities and all this cool, fun stuff. But I don't want to cheapen your progress by leveling you too quickly. Yeah. You know? I mean, we raised our first company of skeletons and siege to keep. I went down in that keep, so maybe, I mean, it's, maybe you can argue it was a failure, so experience isn't warranted for that. I mean, if anything, the, the draining life and staying alive process is definitely some yeah, insight. A, uh, a brush with death. A brush with death. Yeah, that's all right. a new thing. I think level seven but, seems warranted. Okay, all right. But we'll probably keep it slow going from here on out, but we will well, we'll bring you to seven. Unless you do, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, which gives you soul siphon as an ability allows you to create ni uh, nightmares and specialist skeletons. Oh, this is a big one. And uh, gives you necrograph. So these are all actually abilities that you desperately needed, or I shouldn't say desperately, yeah. that you needed this week. 
Um, Soul Siphon allows you just to drain other people's HP or years to cast spells, and it's more efficient than draining it into yourself and then casting it from there. Uh, super useful for a bunch of things you're doing, especially the poltergeist creation. You need a nightmare to be able to move faster. We felt that need today. The skeleton specialist is more advanced intelligence undead that can sort of relay orders and kind of take care of tasks without you looking at it, which is something you need both in the construction of watchtowers and the capturing of people and like maybe fracturing your army into smaller groups. And the necrograph you need for your blacksmith to fix your armor this is a big level it's a beautiful level so i think maybe the best way to handle it is to break i mean we probably i think we need all of those things so mm -hmm. next session we'll probably break down a lot of the level seven abilities mm -hmm. and check them out one at a time i think okay. so yeah. plus we've got this uh hold essence to uh take for a spin mm -hmm. so we'll use that to uh reap some souls and come back and spend those on our new level seven abilities lovely <laughs> Well, everybody, uh, thank you. One. Thanks for hanging out with us while we... What, what do we what, do here? I, I, I don't know. The I don't... Villain Simulator 2019 on Neil's brain. Uh, and your brain. Don't, don't put this all on me, Ryan. This is a joint <laughs> effort. We are equal partners in Dicing with Death. Um, yeah. yeah. This wow. is the corruption that people were afraid of in like the 60s and oh, 70s yeah. and 80s yeah. when, or 70s and 80s when D&D came out when they're like, it's going to turn our children into dark lords. That's exactly what we're doing here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yep. So many right. demons raising the undead army, mm -hmm. sacrificing the innocents. Mm -hmm. Dark shit. Do you want to make your HP roll before we go to bed? Yeah. Yeah. D6er. I really should have taken high con, but a five will do me a solid. Mm. And we'll just proportionalize all of that stuff. So you had 22, which is now 27, and you're okay, down so a, quarter a quarter of it. Of that is, uh, what's a quarter of 27? 28 nine, would be nine. nine. Right? Yeah. And then you lose no, another. 27 is nine. Oh, 27 is nine is a third. 28 would be seven. Yeah. Seven. Right, seven. Six. And then so you lose another three. three from your held bat? No, I haven't held the bat yet. Okay. I'll do that next time. So I think I only lose six, right? Doesn't it round up? When, when I hit 28, it goes up to seven. Right, so... From, but for now, it's six. Yes. So I'm at 21 out of 27. 21 out of 27. And if you hold a next bat time. and you, you go down to 18. Yeah. But we're not there yet. You have to hold the bat to become a bat, right? Right. Right. <laughs> we'll we'll figure all this out. I'm sure it's uh confusing to uh to the viewers, but uh just a little teaser. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um and I don't think there's anything else going on at level seven. All uh, those big abilities, but I don't think that I don't think there's any mechanical changes to make. No. No in our, our bonus hit last time. We got some spare proficiencies that I haven't oh, probably used. Right. Uh if you are using a wizard saving no, throw stat block nope that was at six that you got your new saves it should be 13 yeah. 9 11 13 I think good 10. i think it's yeah. just uh level seven abilities all right cool magic. dark magic super dark magic uh that right. is it for us today ryan do you have anything that you want to tell these fine people no thank you for sharing these uh yeah witchy hours with us 
I guess we'll catch you next time. Um, I don't think Thursdays are going to work for me going into the next quarter, but uh, we've at least at least next week should be fine. And maybe after that, I am tentatively in town next week. Mm. Um, It's spring break for us, so we are doing some amount of travel, and I don't know which days we're gone yet. Uh, So why don't we touch base? On like Monday. Cool. Cool. Keep the viewers posted too, because I'm sure they want to know when you're streaming. Yes. We got a Cuban Nights coming up tomorrow. Yes, we do. Uh, uh, it is going to be at 11 a.m. Pacific time because we've moved time zones in the U.S., but Europe hasn't moved time zones yet. So it'll start one hour then later if you're in the U.S., but if you're in Europe, it's at its regular time. And then we have shenanigans. No, we do not have shenanigans this weekend, uh, but we'll have it next weekend. Um, cool, and cool. I think we're going to see a Gnomes, Tomes, and Catacombs uh, Hardcore Heroes crossover next Wednesday. Is that Wednesday. real? I've seen the hype. I didn't, uh, I didn't know it was... Uh, I thought it was fake news. Uh, well, depending on the needs, it may happen. Everyone is able to do it and is wanting to do it, but I don't know if it's if the story is going to call for it, depending on the context of how that last episode finished. So mm-hmm. hold on to your butts because we might have it. It's probably going to happen. Whoa. 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 Yeah. All right. We'll catch you guys next time. See you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.